I'm here. <laughs> She's mean. She stabs people in the crotch with her hidden blade. Know how to swim. You know ninjas can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> no, farts are funny. <laughs> Pee yourselves. I can't believe we're ten. They said we wouldn't make it. They were right. <laughs> Sound like signal. And fights. Game pad. Hey, Dan. You got an answer. <laughs> Whoa, we're starting? Let's try that again. Okay. Hey, Dan. What? Guess what? What? Ten. Oh! That, that was our new attempt at an opening, but let's go with ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls, and your favorite pet. Welcome back to Pen Fights Gamepad. Sit. Now, no, no, listen. That was for the pets, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, like, that was not for our dear listeners. They're deer now? Holy cow, I hope Some no hunters them. shoot them. Hope um, they don't cross the road while I'm driving. <laughs> One time I hit a deer, and then in that same month I hit a baby deer, like a couple weeks later. I bet you it was bad. That turned out to be like I am legend, where it's actually the monsters are afraid of you because like, <laughs> the deer are afraid of you is some sort of like mythical beast. That's right. The man in the car. <laughs> Don't tell me that story, Daddy. <laughs> You'll be walking along on the clicky surface, and then out of nowhere, <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> It was bad, because I was going really slow, which made it maybe worse, going around this corner, and on this baby deer just comes fr- crawling under the guardrail and darts right in front of the car, slam on my brakes, hit it, it falls forward, and then crawls off into the ditch, and then died. I killed Bambi. It, it doesn't bother me or anything. Car versus Bambi? Yeah, Bambi lost. <laughs> <laughs> this one time I got hit by a deer I know it sounds weird I swear the deer was drunk I saw a bunch walking across the road up ahead of me so I slowed down and stopped and it's like a herd and suddenly there was a thump on the driver's side door and I look over and there's a deer like staring at me he had walked into the side of the car <laughs> so there's like nothing you can do oh, and uh he, you know, I was like, whoa, there's a car here. And he's like, I'm okay, guys. Perfectly fine. <laughs> so it was probably some, like, dear bachelor party. Yeah, they were probably drinking some moose drool and, you know, uh, there's a, too many. Oh, I got to find it. There was a moose they found in a tree who had been eating what? this. It was in the Netherlands. This oh, that makes moose sense now. had been eating this fruit all night, and the fruit had gone bad on the trees. 
and started fermenting. <laughs> so the moose got drunk. This is good fruit. <laughs> and they, when the guy came out in the morning, there was the moose caught in like the Y of a tree, passed out. Well, he had a moose got drunk on fruit, passed out, and they finally got it out of the tree. And it like walked 10 steps onto the road right next to this orchard and just passed out. <laughs> so, Mr. Deer, I'm gonna give you a WUI walking under the influence. I don't want to see you around here again doing this. What do you say to a moose who's drunk? Go home, moose, you're drunk. <laughs> moose or meese. Are huge. <clears throat> we uh, was at my parents one time, and we're sitting there on the back porch. It was midsummer, and a moose and a calf just walked right across the lawn. I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> they are huge. I just yeah. thought, you know, horse, but this thing was like I could beat a Clydesdale to death with my <laughs> tail. <laughs> Me against a Cadillac, I win. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Like, man, he hit a moose with his Humvee and he died. (laughs) How's the moose? Needs a band aid, (laughs) it's it's pretty shaken up. One less uh, pointy thing on his antler, (laughs) (laughs) but he like just takes your skull and puts it on his horn. (laughs) That's how you know. Hey, Larry, hit another car again. (laughs) Yeah, instead of tattoo, they just have skulls. (laughs) Moose are pretty, pretty awesome. Apparently my children are screaming about something. Oh. But. I better go check on that. (laughs) Wow. This part will be edited out. Ah, ambiance. So did you finish the show or what? Yeah. All right, cool. Basically, I'm going to do that every time. I just said horrible things about you while you were gone. <laughs> well, I could listen to them later. <laughs> I left editing notes for you. <laughs> no. Uh, so I was just over there getting some water for us. And I Thank saw you. you have bananas. Yeah. And would you like a writing tip? Yeah. Before you go to bed, eat a banana. Okay. Have you ever done this? No. There's something in the banana that increases your the melatonin in your brain and ups your dreaming factor. Mm. But do not eat two bananas. <laughs> Unless Oh you, man. Because you remember a lot better what you saw. And I did two bananas once because I was curious. <laughs> Whoa. You're a wild man. It uh it's trippy. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. When you eat a banana and go to bed, just do it right before bed. And when you wake up, you're going to be like, what just happened to me? (laughs) I used to remember all my dreams and I don't anymore. Ever since I got older. I think it's just kids and exhaustion. I was hoping to do the whole Twilight thing too, except not write anything like that. But I just had this dream, so I wrote it down and then I kept writing and it was a book. No, it wasn't. (laughs) I can guarantee you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that those are just kind of some sort of social hiccup. Mm-hmm. I saw the first movie. I read the first book just because. Yeah, that was enough for me. I didn't care about any other books. Everyone's like, this book is so awesome. You gotta see this movie. The movie was so bad. Really? <laughs> like, as far as just 
form and function goes, mm. terrible. And everyone looks like they're pooping their pants all the time. I think they're trying to look broody. Yeah. But they're just like, oh, I gotta keep this in. Oh, can't we cut? <laughs> what did you say? Your fangs are coming out? No, I have a turtle head poking out. <laughs> Just waiting until you took a drink of water to say that. <laughs> oh, Edward is turtling. Was <laughs> that called prairie dogging? <laughs> I'm glad I didn't take a glass and drink of water. <laughs> oh, we were getting off to a good start. That's right. That's right, people. Twilight is about pooping. <laughs> you don't even want to know what the Hunger Games is about. <laughs> I saw that one, too. <laughs> I haven't actually seen it or read it. I don't have any interest. It was kind of in... meh. Yeah. I think if you've read the book, it's better, but it was not remarkable, that's for sure. And then just, like, every student film ever made, a bunch of people running around in the forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, my friends and I were on animation, so... We had this Art Institute of Seattle uh, Film Festival, so we all put our little animations in there. I swear, every film student one was them, alone, drunk, in their apartment. And they all had the same apartments, because they all lived in the same ones near the school. All of them were, like, trying to be about being depressed and drinking alone. Like... Eight out of ten of them. All of us were like, wow, I should be in the film class because I'd do a better job. You're like, wow, I used creativity. <laughs> they got drunk. Like, so these are just all autobiographical or? You know how hard it is to get drunk? Not very. <laughs> <laughs> all you really need is yourself. Climb into a tree, alcohol. find some berries. Yeah. <laughs> If there's a moose there, get away, because they can be a little uh, protective over their They're food. Like, they wake up the moose, and he's like... <laughs> That's how you know the berries are good and fermented. You just wait till a moose is in your tree. Puking. <laughs> then you pick those berries. <laughs> you heard it from us, Pen Fights Gamepad. How to find berries... Get drunk off. What if instead of the fruit it was eating, they just found like bottles of Jack Daniels all around <laughs> it? What? Uh, oh, he used a straw. I was gonna say he couldn't lift that to his mouth, moose mouth, with his his moves. <laughs> moose mouth. <laughs> oh, we gotta have a T-shirt. This is Pin Fights Gamepad. Moose, moose mouth. mouth. <laughs> so, uh, Cafe Press, here we come. It's a good website. I have a... Uh, when our youngest daughter was born, I took a Sprite of Mario. And oh, nice. Below it, it says, If the plumber stops by, tell him I'm in another castle. <laughs> <laughs> and the lady emailed me back. is like, Are you sure you wanted to say this? Because that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know Cafe Press actually had people. I thought it was some sort of automated thing, but... yeah. Now they have employees, and hmm. I explained to it, you know, we're giving it to our little girl, and we call her our princess, and she was like, oh, oh, that, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> then I had to send her a video of YouTube of Toad saying, I'm sorry, the princess is in another castle, and she's like, well, now this is funny. Before, it was just stupid. 
But uh, she gave me a discount because I had a rush order on it, and she nice. halted it because she wanted to make sure I oh, didn't yeah. have a seizure at the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't figure out what plumbers and princesses had to do with each other. <laughs> Just shut up and do your job. Um, so. What we've been up to. I heard something about one of your children being injured. Uh, you want me to tell you about my last, not this weekend, but the previous? Sure. You've probably read it. On did not finish, but for those who don't visit my site, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so <clears throat> my wife surprised me, said we're going to go see video games live. Awesome. Oh, that looks really cool. And I was going to go enjoy Zelda's theme performed live. Oh, man. Metroid, Mario. So It great. was going to be awesome. Then the orchestra went on strike. What? And... That's a large part of me that just wanted to drive through their strike with my truck and be like, <laughs> it's justified. <clears throat> so hmm. the orchestra went on strike, so I wasn't going to get to go to that. <clears throat> I was really mad. Yeah. <clears throat> they actually went on TV and they're like, well, you know, it's our first sold out show in forever, but call the theater. Tell them to give us what we want in our demands. <laughs> it's like, what? I'm sure you got all those people who are just like, Video game people who were actually going to go outdoors <laughs> and do something with, you know, socialization. I already bought my 50 SPF sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, well, thankfully it was at night, so you well, could easily, you yeah. So they canceled that. I'm mad. Just, yeah. And uh, I wanted to go to that. That looked really cool. Right now we're in the middle of, we have to reshape our youngest son's skull because when he was born early and he was in respiratory distress they put him in this oxygen helmet thing mm. and the plates in his skull didn't pop Ugh. like they're supposed to right after you're born and start oh, the yeah. shaping process so right now he's six months out from a year it's the skull does that again so we have him in this hat helmet hard plastic mm. and it's actually showing his skull which way to grow Jeez. and at first I was like this sounds you know a little shady yeah. but his head has gone from flat in the back to rounded Wow! and it wouldn't have been that big a deal but one of his cheeks was lower than the other mm. like his face wasn't symmetrical Yeah. so it's doing a really good job that's good but this thing is solid <laughs> and my wife was holding him and you know how babies do that they rock back and forth yeah he did that, flung his head forward, oh. and fractured three of her ribs. Oh, my gosh. So she went to the hospital on Saturday. Jeez. she was like, there's something wrong. So yeah, jeez. Went to the ER, that and they're sucks. like, you fractured three ribs. You know, it feels like a heart attack, but it's not a heart attack. And oh, my gosh. I know where she's at. Cause I once ripped the cartilage between my chest wall and my ribs. Mm-hmm. And I actually thought I was having a heart attack. Mm -hmm. So I got to do the whole hospital thing. It was actually nice. I got to <clears throat> lay down for like three hours. <laughs> and people brought me juice. <laughs> yeah. And I watched uh, Judge Judy. Nice. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> she knows the law. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so we get through Saturday and we're like, you know, it has to go up. But yeah. So we went and bought 
bulk groceries because when you have four kids, you right. get your diapers in bulk. So we got a bulk thing of cookies. And not our oldest, but our second daughter. She got a hold of the giant tub of cookies and was running like a lunatic around the house. <laughs> and it's, you know... Sounds well, like what I did yesterday. Well... Was she only wearing underwear? Okay, maybe it was a little different than what I did yesterday. Go I'm, on, go on. I'm trying Sorry. to remember, but I think so. Okay. Anyway, so she's running around the house, and <clears throat> our oldest son grabs the box of diapers and pulls it off the table we had it on. <sighs> Well, our daughter, she's she's going to be the world's best parkour artist. Because <laughs> she can go from floor to top of dining room table in 20 seconds flat. <laughs> so she comes around the edge of the couch, sees that the box of diapers had just landed on the floor, runs up the box of diapers onto the table, and she's running oh across my the table. And one of her foot missed the oh. actual table. And she let go of the cookies and put her arm down to stop herself and <sighs> broke her wrist. Man. I mean, she's not even two, so... That's... It's, uh... But we survived this weekend. Jeez. <laughs> All we had was on Saturday night, I... We lost our youngest, Binky. You know, mm. we went to a birthday party and... Who knows who has that binky now? I was like, <laughs> we're not going to ask around and get it back. So. Yeah. And it was our last one because, you know, you buy uh, 10 and then it just whittles I swear, down. we were always down to our last binky, like a week after buying a <clears throat> 12-pack or whatever. Like, I uh, just, I bought these. Where yeah. are they? <laughs> yeah. I know someday I'm just going to open a door and send me this bright light and this huge pile of binkies. And I'll be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, there they are. <laughs> and all my left socks. What the? Exactly. Yeah. So, I went and got the binky, and the binky pack, whatever. Right. I came back, and I walk into the living room, and my wife has just the biggest tears in her eyes. My son is naked on the floor, rolling around laughing. And it really looks like someone filled a grenade with poop <laughs> and threw it in the middle of our living room, and it just went poof. And there's a diaper laying in the middle of it. She's holding a bottle that apparently had been laying next to him when it went off, but he, like, blew out the leg holes and up the back. So she had cleaned him off already, but she's sitting there, like, wiping poop off a bottle and just looked up at me and was like, help. (laughs) So I spent my Saturday night cleaning the carpet, and, oh, he was so proud of himself, though. (laughs) Just rolling around naked. Babies them boys. naked. Yeah. I mean, I know where it's coming from. I'm like, huh, home yeah. alone. <laughs> My one-year-old now is so proud when he farts or burps. He looks around <clears throat> and smiles like, did you hear that? And then starts giggling. Oh, man. You obviously high-five him. I was like, just like his old man. <laughs> <laughs> but then I will you... always think farts are funny. It's yeah. just a fact. It's a universal truth, like... The sun will rise. I had a couple friends growing up, and, uh, you know, when I'd rip a fat one, they'd be like, you're so gross. And I'd be like, but it sounded funny. The reason they said you're so gross is because you did it in their mouth when it was open. (laughs) I never did that. I always tried to go out of the way. But one time, I had one of those uh, plastic water bottles, empty. Every time I had to fart, I'd open it up, fart, close it up. By the end of the day, it was full of noxious farts. 
And I was getting back at a friend for something. And I popped the cap and was like, sprayed it right in his face. And he was like, what? <laughs> You're so gross. <laughs> yes, I am. And I'm proud of myself. Oh, next day he's got pink eye. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> was that movie? Something wet in my face. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought they were just all gas. <laughs> My mouth was open. You, you pull it from back then, it's just covered, and you're like, oh, now I remember eating those prunes. <laughs> I had like three huge glasses of apple juice and some prunes. The X-Lax was a mistake. <laughs> um, that's Yeah, that's pretty disgusting. Remind me not yeah. to cross you. <laughs> I haven't done it since then. But, but. we're only open... Water cups here, nothing with yeah, lids. Wouldn't work. So, no, farts are funny. <laughs> <laughs> and to end that with a nice concluding message, yeah, farts are funny. <laughs> it's true. We give farts a five out of five. That's right. Humor, you can clear a room. <laughs> and if you were at a church service, <laughs> you know. You blame it on everyone around. No, you, you don't. You just do it. You smile, you look around so they all know, and they just have to sit there and enjoy it with you. Hey, why did you leave? Uh, just something I didn't agree with in the, uh, the message today. <laughs> oh, it wasn't because I farted? Okay, cool. <laughs> We're gathered here to pay final respects to Uncle Herbert. That was me, Uncle Herbert. <laughs> he would have thought it was funny. He would have loved that. <laughs> his wife crying in the corner. He would have loved it. <laughs> that was his thing. <laughs> Something else my one-year-old does is if you're laying on the ground, he'll come up and pull your shirt up and just put his whole face onto your stomach and make the most realistic farting, like wet fart sounds you've ever heard. This sounds so real. I... Oh, he loves it. I just entered a dark time with our one-year-olds. You know, we got twins, and when you get home from work, they obviously want to run and give you a hug, mm -hmm. but they reach the height. Yikes. Yeah, and it's... Hey, guys. <laughs> one hits you, and the other is with the follow-up hug, and it's like, bam, bam. <laughs> and it's not like it's just double hurt. I think the second impact... <laughs> is multiplied by like 10 and it's just inertia and you know soon you're like I had a great day at work <laughs> oh man kids never it's like they think that you can't get hurt because if I'm wrestling with my kids yeah elbows knees all jumping onto you with knees and elbows facing down yeah I believe that you know, whatever higher power you believe in invented the crotch injury just because it's so funny when it's not happening to you. And he's got this astral projection where he gets to watch every crotch shot in the world at the same time. Just be like, oh, I'm so good. Because, yeah, when you get hit hard enough, it's just... Yeah. I swear in that moment you do see... A celestial being laughing really hard and pointing because they at don't you. even have that, so they really laugh. Yeah, I mean, just oh. apparently. 
You know, according to this podcast, that hurts worse than childbirth. <laughs> <laughs> we still need to set up that angry at penfightsgamepad.com. Yes. yes. So you can send hate mail. <laughs> we love it. So Speaking of listener feedback, I have in my hands a Nintendo GameCube version of... Star Wars, Lego Star Wars, the original trilogy. Now, um, you may think you need a GameCube to play this, but it will work on your Wii. True. That just never sounds right. Yeah. This will work with your Wii. (laughs) (laughs) I put it in the toilet and peed on it, but it wasn't very fun. (laughs) Oh, man. When I first heard that Nintendo was naming their new system the Wii, I was like... No, really. No, what are they? No, really. What are they naming it? There's nothing worse than you could name your system the Wii. Oh man! Unless you're like you. <laughs> <laughs> the so, Wii U. Anyway, so Dan, yeah, tell if, me how you could win this fabulous copy of Star Wars if you leave us feedback, say at iTunes, give us a rating on iTunes for Pen Fights Gamepad Podcast two or below. Yeah. <laughs> I and then email us at penfightsgamepad at gmail.com. I will personally send you Legos Star Wars, the original trilogy for the GameCube. And, you know, we're just going to specify this is the original trilogy as in the three good ones. Right. And so you will not be exposed to Jar Jar Binks. True. Or terrible storytelling yeah although i will admit the lego complete trilogy that i have on the xbox those first three fan films that came out that they you know added in oh, the cycle yeah. so much better with legos <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, they have all these funny like jokes kind of yeah it's good the original lego batman too i don't played lego batman we got number that too but the original lego batman that is funny. We got one of those. I think it's that one for my son for Christmas for the Wii. Because he's four now and he's really. He'll be five in April next month, next year. <laughs> but he is loving the video games. So. Yeah. Um, and that means I am playing more video games now. Nice. It was all part of the plan. I would like to take credit for your upswing That's in video true. games. That's true, yes. You've been giving me games and. Yeah. <laughs> When well, I read your site, I'm like, I should play this game. It sounds really cool. What? My site? We should talk about that. <laughs> so, yeah. What's been going on over at did-not-finish.com? Lots-of-stuff. <laughs> no, um, I've been listening to our podcast because, you know, we talked about promoting on other people. And I realized... Oh, yeah. That we probably could do a whole promotion on terrible segues. <laughs> we are not good at it. <laughs> but I don't know how to make it better. <laughs> so I figured we'll just stick with it. Because yeah. people, that's what we do. We <laughs> we are tired. <laughs> By the time we get around to this, the We're about... Is- Three or four di- dirty diapers in, and yeah, oh. lots of other stuff. <laughs> Cleaning explosions off the middle of your carpet, yeah. 
poop grenade. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we got that first one there, but we're going to save that to last because right. that one might go a little long. Okay. That game is awesome. So I played Warlords. Okay. For review. You know, they contacted me like, do you want to review Warlords, the classic Atari game? I was like, um, I'm sure the soup has sailed on that one, boys. <laughs> and I didn't know they were contacting me to pull my Atari 2600 out of the closet. And, you know, my dad and I had to actually splice a cable together so it could hook into modern TVs. And it actually works really well. Wow. I was like, why? You want me to review it? Okay. It's Warlords. It's four-player Pong. <laughs> what do you want? But I uh, know it's the new updated version. Okay. And uh, they put a lot of paint on it. Nice. And, you know, it starts out, it's got really cool camera view. You know, it's really dynamic. And their new camera view, you cannot see jack what's going on. <laughs> it looks cool, but you can't really like, see what's going on. Because the tower right next to you, the way the camera is, you actually have to move the camera to look over there. Oh. So if something's coming at you, you have to be, like, apparently precognate and be like, <laughs> oh, I need to look over here. So I went in the options as, like, classic view in it. And I was like, there we go. And, yeah. You know, I started just playing Warlords. I mean, it's Warlords. <laughs> but they added in minions, and you can send them out to damage the other people's castles or bring them back to repair your castle, which... Uh-huh. Added a neat little thing, and they added dragons and. Is this what is this for a console or just? Uh, PlayStation, Xbox Live, okay. and I think they're coming out on PC. I, it was a staggered release, so I was playing on the PlayStation. I think Xbox just came out, hmm. and um, it took me a month to review this thing. Because at first I was like, I hate this. It is not like my Warlords, and then I was like. I remember the Double Dragon episode <laughs> where I was like, I hate this. It is not my Double Dragon. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I kind of like this. So, I mean, most reviews, they get the game, they review it, it's out the door, they never think of it again. Yeah. But a side effect to my side is I have a lot of time to review it. Mm-hmm. The more I played it, the more I liked it. And That's I got cool. used to the whole minion system. And I like it. Sweet. I recommend it. I remember playing a tanks game on the Atari, but I think you also had parts where you were like airplanes, or so I'm thinking maybe it was a different game. But that's probably not Warlord. But <clears throat> I think it said it was War something. But I think that was I don't know. yeah Atari. They're like War exclamation mark yeah. War question mark. <laughs> do you want to play War? <laughs> what What are you asking me? Or do you want to play War? <laughs> I also have war. <laughs> I remember war comma. <laughs> yeah, we had to program our own tank game on the Commodore 64. Nice. My brother typed while I read code out of a book. Wow. It took us like three weeks. <laughs> and then we got it up and running. And we even had like the tape drive. Oh, where it yeah. recorded your code onto a cassette tape, which... We really got to get back to that system. It seemed pretty solid. <laughs> You'd have to rewind the tape and hit play and sit there and wait while the, it fed the code back into the computer's oh my memory. Gosh. And then you had to hit stop at the right spot and then continue to code. <laughs> oh, geez. So we programmed Tank. 
got up and running. You know, we both had our controls, and we were like, this is terrible. <laughs> this isn't even a good crappy game. This is just a crappy, crappy game. I think it was even a bad knockoff of the actual tank game. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why you would provide that code to little kids who spend three weeks, like, apostrophe, colon, two, one, eight, colon, apostrophe. <laughs> but, um... Oh, man. Yeah. <clears throat> so classic games keep coming back with new coats of paint. I'm sure <laughs> somewhere down the road I'll review Warlords again. <laughs> you know, now it's in your brain. Yeah, I don't know if I want to play this. <laughs> he died. My a neck is sore because I have to keep looking over to see if someone's attacking. <laughs> you go on a classic view and you're just staring at your feet. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, yeah. Then we got um, Assassin's Creed on the Vita, which I was going to bring to show you. And then I fired it up and it had like a sliver of a battery, and I was like, ah, crap, I played it too much. (laughs) But I I found a glitch yesterday. Oh, sweet. No. No, okay. This is not the good kind of glitch where actually I have a Call of Duty classic glitch to talk about after this, (laughs) but. It's an amazing glitch. Because um, <laughs> I actually went back to that game after I was like, I will never play you again. Because it got bad. <laughs> Is that the one that you were talking about yes. all that time? I was like, I'm going to cruise through the end of this. It's going to be easy. And then I hit this train yard. And they oh, shell you, they're shelling the train yard. And the explosions happen randomly. And I just keep <laughs> dying in random... Like, I can That's never follow the same path. Yeah. I finally made it through all the explosions, and then they're like, we're going to put you in this enclosed yard with a tank. <laughs> I was like, why? Uh, but, uh... So I went and bought a store, because you can buy property in Assassin's Creed to oh, yeah. increase your money flow, and then you nice. can buy new weapons. So I bought a store. I was like, you yeah, know, this tailor, he's pretty good. I'll buy his store. And the screen went black. But I had my map in the corner, and it showed me in the other corner what weapons I had selected, and it had my mission objectives up in the right corner, and then some other information in the left corner. I'm like, this is weird. And the sound's all there. Hmm. And there's stuff moving on my map. Like, I can see the enemy movement. I'm (laughs) like, there's just no picture. And when I hit pause... It would show me the picture for a second and then go into the pause menu. Then when I unpause it, show me the picture for a second and then go back to black. <laughs> I was like, this is really not good. And then I noticed yeah. the autosave icon was sitting there spinning in the corner. Ooh. I was like, what is going on? And so I exited the game. I you know, quit game, exited. I came back and it loaded and it was still black. Oh. I was like, are you kidding me? So... I just put it down and thought maybe it needs a rest because, I mean, I'm like 64% in. Ugh. And I was like, if I lose it now, I'm just, I'm going to go ballistic and yeah. start the game over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I fired it up the other day and it, um, you know, I hit continue and it loaded with a picture and I was like, well, this doesn't look right because I haven't been at this place that it showed me at for like, three four hours <laughs> and i looked on my thing and i had gone from 64 to like 52 percent completion what so 
apparently it found a problem trying to load and was like, it must have some sort of previous save hidden inside the autosave. Oh, weird. Because you can't just click like a save file and say save here. It does it by itself. Oh. And so, yeah. I mean, that's not bad. Most of that four hours was just spent walking around stealing money from people <laughs> or picking fights because the new <laughs> fight system, I can like go through 25 guys <laughs> in a minute. Nice. <laughs> <clears throat> she's mean she's here comes an angry mob I got this wait don't worry they're mad at me so I'll kill them all <laughs> she's mean she stabs people in the crotch with her hidden blade yikes they just lay on the ground whimpering oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, if someone did that to me with a hidden blade I'd be like you know what I'm done just as in Call of Duty yeah I shot a guy in a crotch I didn't mean to he was <laughs> Standing there, and he started going to squat position. I had the sniper rifle, and I fired. And I saw it hit him in the crotch, and he got back up. I'm pretty what? sure if someone shoots me with a sniper <laughs> rifle in the crotch, I'm like, and I survive, I'm like, I'm just going to lay here and look at the sky. <laughs> that is so pretty. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Call of Duty classic. Mm-hmm. Oh, like. <laughs> so, you know, I've, previously you can go back. And listen to me rant about right. the hotel. And usually the trick is, I don't know if it's the way games were made back then or what. People seem to just keep pushing forward but never stop to be like, what happens if I go backwards? Yeah. And yeah. most of the time, the way I beat Call of Duty Classic is I go backwards and the AI is just like, <laughs> it doesn't know what to do with me because... <laughs> I actually walked backwards across the train yard because after you pass it and hit the checkpoint, they stop shelling behind you and they just shell in front of you. <laughs> so I imagine it's a memory thing where they're like, right. guys, we can't shell this whole map. So it has to move with the players. So I go yeah. back and they're not shelling. I'm like, that's pretty nice. <laughs> and the I watch the enemies like go around this corner to where I'm supposed to be because it told me to stand here <laughs> and they just light this place up with machine gun fire. I'm like, if I had been standing there, dead. <laughs> so... And you just pick them off from afar? Yeah. Because nice. if you stand back far enough with the sniper rifle, they'll just sit there with automatic weapons shooting <laughs> at you and you can see the shells falling mm-hmm. 40 feet in front of you and you're like, you... This is why you guys lost the war. Because you're stupid. <laughs> so, I've got a sniper rifle. And I'm going through these guys just like nothing. And they throw a tank at me. And I blow the tank up. And I'm pretty proud. And I run into this building that it says, you know, regroup here. I run in and like 40 Nazis come out of the woodwork and just kill me. Oh, man. And this keeps happening over and over. I hate it over. when that happens. I'm like, I cannot deal with this because I don't have enough ammo yeah. to deal with this. And I was like, I really need my sniper rifle. But I have two shells left. Here's my glitch tip of the week. Okay. If you're playing this game, don't play this game. <laughs> <laughs> but if you equip the sniper rifle and you pick up a Panzerfaust rocket launcher and then you re-pick up your rifle... It has 98 bullets in it. Nice. It's like, this has to be some sort of error. But I took out an entire garage of Nazis by standing really far away and shooting them in the feet and the head. And I didn't have to be careful anymore because I had 98 bullets (laughs) 
And usually when you pick up a sniper rifle, it's like four. And you're like, yeah. oh, four. <laughs> so many. And I'm like, just like water. <laughs> Oops, that one went right past his knee. Oh, well. So I shoot a smiley face in the wall behind him. He turns around and he's like, what's wrong with this guy? And then that's the last thing he sees. <laughs> he's a comedian. So, uh, yeah, that game still is crap. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, it's looking at a zero out of five at this point. Yikes! I don't know if it's Duke Nukem bad. <laughs> I don't think anything. It's can not be. in the poop helmet range. No. Or the Terrier Jackstrap. <laughs> <laughs> That's reserved for. I don't know what you'd have to do to get a diarrhea jockstrap. <laughs> There's some NES games that could easily earn it. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> what though? One of them was good. Couple were okay, but there was the turtle. That, the first one, the arc. Yeah, the first one where you're trying to jump that gap in yeah. the sewer. Yeah, and all you had to do was just keep walking, and he would just float right over the gap. Yeah, no one knew that and was like fall, fall, yeah. fall. And every one of those games had a stupid bat that would hit you, and then you'd fall in the water and be like, yeah. oh no, and die. It's like you are a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Why did the turtles drown in that game? Seriously. They're turtles. Yeah. Like, oh man, I got too much ninja in me. I no longer know how to swim. Because you know ninjas can't swim. <laughs> Actually, it might be true. Ninjas might just walk on water. <laughs> there were some great arcade-style games, though, that were on the normal Nintendo that were so good for uh, Ninja Turtle games. The arcade game translation. Yeah, like, exactly. This is, like, pixel perfect. Then you go to the arcade and be like, no, that... <laughs> was not pixel perfect. Right. <laughs> then you go back home, you're like, it's just like the arcade, but you're just one player. <laughs> I don't understand that. Yeah. They uh, ported that to Xbox Live. Really? It's a bad port. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like all flickery and doesn't control good. Huh. Like someone just phoned it in. Yeah. Like, we can make ten bucks easy, because all these people would be like, it's on the other... And then they're like... I can't return this <laughs> digital download. Ah, uh, so um, my son's really into uh, the Marvel superhero squad. It's his favorite show on Netflix, and so like now he has a toy Hulk, and he was the Hulk for Halloween. And anyways, the other day he was like, "What did you play with when you were a kid?" And I said, "GI Joes and Ninja Turtles." And uh, we were at Walmart getting some groceries today. And they had some Ninja Turtles, just like the ones we grew up with. I was like, Seth, check this out. This is what it was like. And he's he's like, like, I might ask Santa for that for Christmas. You're lame, Dad. <laughs> oh. That's stupid, Dad. No, a turtle, they, that's a ninja. <laughs> they have a new cartoon. It's all 3D animated up and oh. stuff. So. I've seen another cartoon that was like 2D, and it was actually pretty cool. Like The acting, not so great, but like the action was really good. Here, uh, <clears throat> the new Thunder's Cats might be going away. Oh. No one watched it. They're like, <laughs> what is this even about? And Hasbro's like, well, back in the day, it was about selling action figures. Yeah. Like, the kids don't want these action figures. <laughs> Why does Lionel have Goku hair? <laughs> he always did have Goku hair, but now people are like, he has Goku hair. <laughs> yeah. So, um,. They have a Marvel Superhero Squad game for the Wii. We rented it. My son 
is really upset because he didn't understand really what renting is. He's like, why did you take it back? Why don't we have it anymore? Because we don't love you. <laughs> if you had eaten your peas, we would have kept it. Almost every day he's like, Dad, we should go buy Superhero Squad for the Nintendo today. I'm like, for Christmas, buddy. Just keep waiting. <laughs> he's like, uh... Bleh. Speaking of Christmas, um, I downloaded the Epic Mickey oh, yeah. 2 demo. First, Wow. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I did a playthrough to see if it was appropriate for... I mean, I figured it was, but it's like, <laughs> Mickey Mouse. <laughs> so I played through it, and you know, the original was on the Wii. Mm-hmm. It was not critically received well. We have it. I've never really gotten into it. Because apparently the camera was just a disaster. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And this one, that they actually you know, made a phone call, and they're like, Have you ever programmed a 3D camera? <laughs> and they're like... Yeah, I was like, do you want to come work for us? <laughs> so the camera works really well. You don't really need the right thumbstick to bring it under control. That's good. They had kids in mind in it. Yeah, you're always having to change it, and it's, yeah, it doesn't work good I mean, in the first one. It works for you know, me, because yeah. I don't always want the camera to be right behind the character. Sure. If I'm shooting people, I don't want to be have a guy over there and be like, I'm looking right behind me. <laughs> but Mickey, there's... Not a ton of violence in the game. Right. So they fix the camera, and you just need the left thumbstick to move. You can use the right thumbstick to aim the paintbrush. Okay. But pretty much if you pull that paintbrush trigger, Mickey's like, oh, something over there to paint. I will aim at it for you. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I played through it. It took me like 12 minutes. Mm -hmm. No big deal. Yeah. I mean, it's a basic platformer. Yeah. It's very cute, very charming. And I showed it to her, and she played through it. It took her about two hours. <laughs> she just... One part, she was just beating Oswald relentlessly with the paintbrush. <laughs> and he's like, knock it off, Mickey! And she's like laughing and just beating him. <laughs> and um, so it took her about two hours, and I she'd stop at each puzzle and ask me for help after she was done abusing Oswald. <laughs> Take that, Oswald! And... Uh, <laughs> And the Mickey, he's darker in this. Yeah. He's not all cheery, and he's like, yeah. I hear you got a problem. <laughs> Lights a cigarette. <laughs> Let's do this. His Mickey ears look a little more pointy, sort of like Batman's. Well, I heard there's a light-dark like aspect to it. Like if you, There's a point in the demo where they ask you, are you going to you know, paint, or are you going to thin the world? Oh. And you get to pick your light and dark path. And apparently <laughs> if you pick dark, it, it's a whole different... She always picks paint because she likes making the picture complete, not yeah. destroying it. But, <laughs> um, so it took her two hours. I was like, that's pretty cool. Gets done, it says press start to play. So she hits start right back into it. Mm-hmm. This time, like, probably the first third... She didn't ask me about the puzzles because it's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 12 playthroughs later, I mean, just back to back <laughs> to back, she can do all but one just kind of crazy platforming part. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife had a, a food party, I guess. A bunch of ladies get together, <clears throat> yeah, eat a bunch of food, and then disperse after giving orders. And I my was wife's like, done that. 
And I was there for it. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> Just food comes into my house. <laughs> yeah. If it's the same one my wife has done, that food is good. Too. Wild tree or something like mm, that. I don't know. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. So the host brought her kid, who's about four years my daughter's elder. Mm-hmm. And she had Epic Mickey on the Wii. Right. So obvious expert. <laughs> about two minutes into playing, my daughter's like, you're doing this wrong. What what are you doing? She's like, no, do this. And we'll point at the TV. And she's like, I have Epic Mickey. I know exactly where everything is. She's, <laughs> you know those little kids where you're just mm-hmm. like... <laughs> I just wish someone would accidentally backhand you into unconsciousness. <laughs> um, so she's telling us she knows everything, and finally I just got to the point. I was like, this is Epic Mickey 2. You don't have this game. You've never played this game. Stop talking. <laughs> and she just looked at me like... She likes herself a lot. Yeah, yeah. Just looked at me like I committed a cardinal sin. <laughs> and um, So anyway... My daughter likes the PlayStation, mm-hmm. but I don't have two controls for it because I've got a bunch of controls for the Xbox, but no one likes playing games with me. Yeah. So, like, this is no fun. You refuse <laughs> to lose. I was like, get better. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, that's the way I was raised. My brother would never give me an inch in video yeah. games, so you have to fight to I think win. we talked about that on, like, the second episode or something. We did. and My friend that uh, showed me Soul Calibur just... Destroyed me for like three weeks or something, and then I finally beat him once, but it felt so good. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> then he beat me another 1200 times. I sat them down, put them in co op, <laughs> and my daughter's just going through this thing like a boss. And this other girl's used to the Wii, and you have yeah. the, the nunchuck is that what they call it? Um, yeah, the thing nunchuck. on the string. Yep, and you know, that's how you ran it. And, she just was having the worst time with the control. My daughter's telling her everything to do. It's like, <laughs> follow me here, do this, do this. But then she found out she could beat the crap out of Oswald still. <laughs> and Your she daughter? Learned, yeah. And there's a move where you can grab Oswald and throw him in the air. And then Oswald does the thing with his ears and he flies. And Mickey can jump up and grab his feet and they can oh, fly sweet. around the level. But this other girl didn't know how to activate the flying. So my daughter would throw up in the air and wait till right... She was about to hit the ground again and then just smack her with the paintbrush <laughs> and go tumbling across the room and just chasing. As Oswald's getting up, he's like, Whoa, Mickey, what the... And just throw him in the air again. <laughs> I'm sitting there watching just laughing because just all over the map, just beating the crap out of Oswald. And she eventually got to the point where she would keep throwing and hitting Oswald to where they needed to be. <laughs> She's just bringing just, him along. From the just to set it up adventure. so she could do all this platforming <clears throat> stuff. And uh, <laughs> finally the other girl just opted out. <laughs> and then my daughter was like, well, whatever. And then she just beat the demo, hit start, went at it again. So I think we're going to... She's going to ask Santa... For Epic Mickey nice. 2 on her PlayStation. We actually had uh, Seth sit down and write. My wife helped him write. Uh, Seth's my four-year-old. Uh, write a letter to Santa. And he he wrote, like, uh, yeah, Superhero Squad and all that stuff. It's, 
Yeah, we're going on that cruise at Lake Coeur mm-hmm. where you get on the boat, and it's like a 19-minute ride, and they take you across the lake to Santa's workshop. Oh, wow. There's a group on right now. Cool. It's like 19 bucks for two adults. Sounds a little cooler than going to the mall and waiting in line. Yeah, it's 75% off, so huh. you might want to jump that. sounds on that. cool, yeah. And uh, then any kid who's there, they take their names before. Santa says their name and invites them up. Nice. You do not get that at the mall. No, you just you get don't. a guy who's like, <laughs> Hi, kids. How are you? <laughs> Santa, are you drunk? Santa likes eggnog. <laughs> So, uh... Aren't you going to ask me what... Oh, yeah, what do you want for Christmas? You'll shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> you know what I want? I want my wife to leave. <laughs> what, Santa? Nothing. <laughs> Smile for the camera. Um, get off my lap. She's going to ask Santa for that game, and I think we're going to get a PlayStation Move. Mm-hmm. Because she still has trouble holding the right trigger down and using the right thumbstick at the same time, and... That might remedy that. And well, yeah, what is this move thing? It's a Wiimote. Oh, okay. That cool. works. Right. It's got. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, for the PlayStation, like, yeah. Clown nose on it. I've, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It tracks better than the. Yeah. The Wii does not track well. Right. You get too far off, and it's like I give up. <laughs> I'm gonna look at the ground, spin in a circle. <laughs> no. <laughs> Luckily, there's not many games on the Wii that punish you for. It's lack of. Yeah. Because most of them are carnival games. Right. Awesome. <laughs> so, um. I yeah. think the heat just came on in my house and it's really loud. So I'll probably do separate. Or are we recording this on an airplane? <laughs> <laughs> Something's like really loud. I don't know, should be doing that. It'll settle down. Anyways. <laughs> FTL. Faster than light? Faster than light. The game that hates you. <laughs> right now, you don't even own it, but it's sitting there going, I hate you, <laughs> beige wizard Dan Absalonson. <laughs> um, basically, they give you a ship and say, you have to run these secret plans away from the space pirates to the other side of the galaxy. So it's not hard. So you jump into a galaxy, and then you have to keep jumping through the galaxy till you reach the end. Then you can jump to the next sector. Mm -hmm. And kind of Star Fox style, you have a galaxy map, and you get to pick your path to the end. The thing is, you can die in a matter of seconds in that game. Dang. And there's really no, like, I don't know if I'd call it a game or an action menu. Mm Mm-hmm. Selector. <laughs> so you basically do everything off menus around your ship. Mm-hmm. You do tell your little man, say, Hey, little man who's standing here, run to the engine room and put that fire out, please. <laughs> but you don't do that because the minute they walk next to a fire, they're like, It's a fire. Oh, I'm on fire. I'm dead. <laughs> what you do, you uh, seal all the doors around the fire and then open all the doors that lead to the cargo bays and open the cargo bays. And suck the fire out into space. Huh. Then you close the doors down, wait for the oxygen to refill, then send your guys in. Or if you hate them, <laughs> send them in before the oxygen refills, 
Then when their life's just about gone, take them out of the room, send them to sick bay to heal, and then send them back. <laughs> and there's one moment, I remember this incident forever. They targeted my doors, door control system, so it was on fire. <laughs> so I couldn't blow the fire out in space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I had to send some guys in to fight the fire. I lost two guys, kept one. He's working on the door while they're attacking my main engine. Oh. And I'm just like, this is not going well. And then it's like, you've been boarded. It's like, oh. what? And then they blew up my ship. I was like, oh. their guys were on there too. What's going on? Heartless. <laughs> and uh, my first flight out, I had no idea what was happening. I was like, I'm a space captain. This is pretty. I died. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, uh, they call it a roguelike. You get one life. So, well, you've got three crew members, so basically you have three tries. As long as someone's in the cockpit and your ship is not exploded, you can keep going. Okay. But if there's one guy in your cockpit, you're pretty much dead anyway, because <laughs> you got to run him back to, you know, if he's in the room with the weapons, your weapons are more powerful, mm -hmm. but he also needs to be in the cockpit for evasion, so... Hmm. When you're down to one guy, you just yeah might as well not have Call put up a fight. The but, end. Um, so very good. I can get to the end. I cannot beat the last guy. And reading around the internet, they're like, you might as well just go ahead and review it because no one has any idea how this game ends. Because huh. the last guy is just this monstrous ship, and you're like, I'm here to... <laughs> <laughs> then you come back, you're like, you got me last time, but... <laughs> and then you're like, I'm back to... <laughs> they uh, they rip you apart pretty quickly. They? And I don't know how to... I mean, I need to read some guides, but everyone who writes a guide is just like, screw this game. <laughs> I hate it. I'm yeah. restarting now, but... Um, I've tried everything, like not helping space stations in distress because that uses up resources and oh, yeah. saving up all my resources and buying bigger guns, but it just shreds me. <laughs> Man. And as you play and you meet other ships and beat them, then you can use that ship in your next playthrough. So oh, nice. Even though you only get one life, you actually take some stuff back to you at the beginning <laughs> and you can just keep trying yeah. again and again and... I don't... It's just so good. Remember, you probably played old text adventures where they're uh, like, you stand in a meadow. Uh, and you press... I never I never did. I just had one PC one, and it was like this Halloween-esque one, and you start outside of a haunted house, and the only way to do anything is to text. There's, it's to type, like, find a key, because you use, like, <laughs> open door, and it's like, the door is locked. Yeah. But it all had graphics. You could see your character walk to find stuff, so. Oh, see, I'm... I've never, yeah, played those. Back further than that. What, I can't remember what they're called, but... But, yeah. uh... I had one where just... I would stumble through it until I found ways to do things, and mm -hmm. that's what I feel like with FTL. Yeah. But it had one life, and I'd always get to the troll, and it'd be like, Attack! The troll kills you. And then it's back to the start screen. I remember it's like, that, reading that now on your post, yeah. I will go back and try again. The troll kills you. <laughs> Basically, yeah, I'm back to that, but... Yeah. You don't see many games that aren't 
kind to you anymore. Mm-hmm. It just beats you relentlessly, but you're <laughs> like, I will beat you! Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, going back to the if people treat you nice in games, you get... Basically, you can play games to the point where the people you're playing, you know, if you're nice to them, they end up going on American Idol to sing because they're like, I can yeah, do anything. Yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> you don't have any real friends, do you, that tells you, no, you really can't sing. Let we me still like you as a friend. But. With, with you, Chris, here, um, <laughs> when you sing, I want to kill myself <laughs> by driving a railroad spike through my ears. <laughs> Chris, Chris, did you ever do band? Yeah. Well, when I did band, the violins were in the next room, and I remember what they sounded like the very first time they all tried to play a violin. That's what you sound like. Just imagine it's worse. (laughs) What what are you saying? You suck, Chris. (laughs) So there's a chance. See, everyone was down on Simon Cowell for being mean. Simon Cowell was not being mean. He was being honest. The others were lying to him. You have to have someone being honest. I think the best insult... Because there's like the top ten okay. he ever did. Yeah. And the number one, I, was, I didn't agree with most of them. Like, I've heard him say funnier things. Yeah. But the number one that everyone came to consensus on was this lady sang. And everyone's like, oh, it's pretty good, it's pretty good. And he's just sitting there, you know, he'd lean on the table with his <laughs> finger under his nose, staring off into the distance. Yeah. And then he goes, it was like someone <laughs> threw a cat. <laughs> Off the Empire State Building, <laughs> and the sound you were making was just like the sound the cat was making before it hit the pavement. <laughs> <laughs> and the look on her face. That's brutal. And everyone else on the table was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna go try and. This is really loud. Dan has left the table. This part of the podcast is brought to you by Dan is not at the table. Dan has found the problem and fixed it. I fixed it. It seems he forgot a chainsaw in the air vent. Wow. That loud buzzing noise was something caught in the vent. Were you putting playing cards in your vents to make your house sound cool when you drove it around the block? Yeah, it sounds like a big, beefy motorcycle. (laughs) No, it never did. (laughs) Sounded annoying. (laughs) And then your dad's like, wait, where's my Mickey Mantle rookie card? (laughs) It made me sound awesome. (laughs) Get out of my house. (laughs) No. Remember when cards came with gum and tasted like cards? Oh, yeah. Delicious. We used to, there was a place in Spokane, Undivision, called Jack's Trading Cards. Oh, man. Good times. We got the X-Men cards that had, like, the foil, so they had, like, shiny stuff on them. Oh, yeah. So cool. My brother has the complete X-Men card collection. Sweet. And they're worth nothing. Yeah. (laughs) I were like, X-Men? What's that? My dad and uncles always told this story when they moved... Because they had some rookie cards that really would have been worth, like, maybe a thousand bucks or something these days. Because they got them when they were kids. They're, my grandma threw them out when they were moving. It's like, ah, oh, these cards. And they're like, Grandma, that was a, you know, Babe Ruth rookie card or whatever. I'm just... And so I was like, oh, man, I'm going to buy all these cards. Then when I'm old, I'll keep them around. And they'll, But 
they're really not worth much at all. It's like, oh, Ken Griffey Jr. card. At the time, <laughs> it was like $11, which was like two or three weeks worth of my mowing the lawn and all that, doing chores. And it's Where? probably worth a lot less now than $11. Where did he go? It was like... I don't know. Ken Griffey was everywhere and then just... All I know is uh, Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball on the Super Nintendo. I loved it. He played for the Mariners, and that was when the Nintendo bought a major portion of the Mariners. Really? To keep it from, you know, not vanishing. (laughs) And suddenly he was the star of their baseball franchise. That was a good game. It was a good game. They just kind of slapped him on the yeah. load screen. That's about <laughs> all he had to do with it, but yeah. the name was He was a hot really property. good in the game, though. Like, yeah. I was always the Mariners. Kind of like Tiger Woods, how he's really yeah. good in his golf games. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you go to putt off the opening <laughs> tee, and it ends up being a hole-in-one. <laughs> yeah. I think you're cheating, Tiger. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Don't you watch the news? <laughs> oh, zing. Topical. That was that was good. You might want to Google Ken, or Tiger Woods cheats. Yeah. But, yeah. If you didn't catch that reference. I would, I just imagine one day Ken Griffey Jr. was standing out on the baseball field and they're like, hey, Ken, we're going to the bar to get some drinks. He's like, my work here is done. And then just rocketed up into the sky. <laughs> All his teammates were like... And no one noticed where Ken Griffey went. He was just gone. I, seriously, where did he go? I don't know. He was huge, huge, huge. Yeah, I had gone. posters of him on my wall. Next to all my video game posters. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's pretty sad, didn't you take those down last week? Yeah. Like, I think it's time. <laughs> Here's my Ichiro poster. <laughs> yeah. I had every inch of wall and ceiling covered in posters. One time, I woke up, and I was still mostly awake because I knew there was a whole army after me. And I look over and saw my poster of the game Shaq Fu, and I was still mostly asleep, so I actually saw him like standing there about to shoot a lightning ball or a fireball at me. And then I ran to my parents' house, and I looked down because something was brushing my leg, and I saw this, like, four-foot wingspan bat flying next to me, his wings against me. Then I burst into my parents' room and wake him up, and I was like, oh, sorry, I I was just dreaming. And then I look, and my dog's right there. It was my dog was running next to me, but I was mostly asleep, so I really saw, like, this big bat and Shaq Fu, I saw Shaquille O'Neal looking at me about to shoot a fireball at my face. The moral face. of this story is don't ever play Shaq Fu. <laughs> Everyone hates that game. I loved that game. That is not even a game. <laughs> that was... Shaq had a lot of the money. The guy with the scimitars and that weird wizard guy, that were cool. Was it a fighting game? Yeah, or? yeah. Shaq I, like, goes into some small shop in... China or something, and some old man tells him something, and then he's whisked into this alternate world where everyone fights, and there's like a cat lady and a guy with scimitars, and oh, the mummy was pretty difficult. I am going (laughs) to play this game. Everyone hates it. And I'm going to report back on whether it is quality or not. I'm sure if I went back and played it now, I'd be like, oh, this is garbage. But when I was in fourth or fifth grade or whatever... 
That game was awesome. And everyone I've ever talked to about it says, oh, Shaq Fu, that game sucked. I loved it. Well, Dan gives it a five out of five. (laughs) Yeah. The premise is ridiculous. Most games' premises are ridiculous. (laughs) Gears of War. There's an alien race that can pull entire cities into the ground. And people are like, okay. (laughs) I can chop them in half with a chainsaw. I don't really care. (laughs) But, um... Yeah, that game's story got so convoluted, but I didn't care because it was just solid gunplay. <laughs> but uh, say I was on the internet surfing. Okay. You know, not for my own site because my site is awesome. Right. But if I headed over to dandantheartman.com mm-hmm. and pretend I didn't actually read your posts, what would I find there since we last talked? Well, there's a whole bunch of movie memory guest posts and some of which I actually agreed with some (laughs) I was like did he get a high person to remember a movie because I do not remember movies like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah those have been really fun other than that not much because it's November which means NaNoWriMo which stands for National Novel Writing Month And you try and write 50,000 words in the month of November. But uh, that that equals about uh, 1,700 words. Um, And that's about how many I've written for the whole month. Because I will not write a novel ever again without having it all planned out. Because I'm really sick of spending so much time writing a book... And then turning back around and seeing how many plot holes and how everything's in the wrong place and all all that stuff. So uh, I've just been using all my free time to try and study uh, plot and structure. And so now I'm piecing together my outline for the novel and I'm going to have the intro be different than what it is now if you go listen to it. Pretty much it'll be the same, but it's going to start out with him shooting zombies but they're not real zombies. There's a place in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, a city that's near us, it's where I work, and they have a gun range with a place where you can go shoot zombies. They have real guns that they put uh, bullets in that have like rubber or plastic ends or something, and uh, you go through this building that's all dark, and there's like things that pop up that are zombies, but there's actual people that this dude has hired dressed up as zombies that jump out of places and come at you. And you shoot them with guns. To take rubber it bullets? Sounds awesome. Yeah. We could watch the YouTube video about it, but... So that's what he's going to do at the beginning, because... No, we're not going to watch the YouTube video. <laughs> we're going to go do we that. We should go do that. It sounds awesome. Can we take your recorder and actually record us going through? That would be cool. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I guess you're supposed to start out your your book or movie with... Your character being really good at something and then also having a problem. And mine just kind of has problems, so he's going to be really good with a shotgun. Does he got 99 problems? No. Just a few. Mm. <laughs> I heard Jay-Z has 99 problems. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we could... Uh, so, I finished Recession again. Okay. 
I've been waiting to talk about this because yeah. I get to the end and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Scroll back. <laughs> yeah. The first time I read it was on that crappy app, which I wish I never would have told you about 89 that. 89 pages into 999. <laughs> oh, man. And when you hit 999, you keep scrolling past that. And it's basically two paragraphs per page what? on my phone. I'm like, ugh. So I finally got to, I think it was on my second read through, you gave me the Kindle mm-hmm. link. And I read it that way. I was like, it's much better when it's laid out, not <laughs> yeah. stupid. Yeah. yeah. I looked at that on my iPod Touch and I was like, okay, this looks pretty good. I'll just, but yeah. Well, my yeah. apologies. Yeah. That's <laughs> that horrible. It's just. Busted. I'm surprised you got through it, even if I had good writing in there. Well, the thing is, you can <laughs> tap it to turn the page, but if you yeah. swipe, it does this like dramatic, you know, it wants to be yeah. the iPad where it right. swipes. But if you do it too fast, it'll do like five pages at once. That's like, horrible. Oh, great. <laughs> so I fought my way through that. And, Ugh. you know, obviously we've talked about the captain's death scene. <laughs> um, yes. You know, a whole slew. And. I've been fixated on this one point in your story okay. where you opened the door for something and then you just slammed it right back on its face. Okay. Is when she talks about their marital problems. Right. So I reimagined in my head, and I'm going to throw it out there. Mm-hmm. If you hate it, be like, oh, you're stupid. <laughs> I'm Dan Absalonson, professional writer. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, no, I'd love any ideas. So here's my idea. I actually focused on some backstory. So we got Trent, um, mm-hmm. you know, depending on... Named after the freelancer main character. Go who on. is talking in the story because his uh-huh. name changes a lot. <laughs> I wish I had a highlight tool. I, I think I accidentally named him Quickstar and vice versa sometimes. Yeah. They got them confused. They, well, and his last name, like Quickstar will bounce between their last names in the same, like, monologue. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> so... Let's just say this recession's been going how long? Because I imagine it's not brand new. No. If his company's pretty much been torn to shreds. Yeah. So Probably at least a few years. or So let's say five, six years. Okay. So he's been fighting to save this company. Mm -hmm. And my thought was he started out saying, well, I got to work a little more to save this company. And we're going to save this company. After everything comes back, it's going to be like it was at home. So he right. is sacrificing home time mm-hmm. to work at this company. and Because you had that moment where she's like, you know, things aren't good. I'm going to leave you. Yeah. But then he's like, things are okay now. And she's like, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, but my, so I'm pinning everything on that. So their home life is yeah. terrible. He comes home and says, you know, I lost my job. And instead of, you know, like, dancing and everything sweet, she's just like, that. I don't care. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we're staying together because we have these kids. Yeah. And, you know, say they're in counseling, whatever. But yeah. she's kind of, there's a huge gap. And mm-hmm. so instead of focusing on his family, he's like, I got to get a job, get back to this. And 
then my idea was she takes the kids and goes to her parents. Just like I had that idea too. You know, I thought that would be a lot more tension. So yeah, and that's, which is what I really need. That's what I'm working at. So he's at home, and you know, he gets this idea. If I was a space trader, yeah, everything is good. I could go get them and take them with me, mm-hmm. and we'll be a family unit in right. space, and everything will be okay. Just kind of working on. He has this delusionary idea that oh yeah, he can fix everything. That's what guys like to do. Yeah, yeah. so he sells the house. Without even... Buys the ship. He doesn't oh, talk to yeah. her. yeah. Sells the house, buys the ship, and it happens to be at a port near her parents. So he drives, you know, right. taxi, whatever. Yeah. Hover truck. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. That was kind of mean. That's <laughs> no, all good. Um, so he goes down there and says, you know, I bought this ship. And the boys are really excited, like, ooh, spaceship. And yeah. they want to go with him. So he basically uses the kids. Oh, to kind of blackmail his wife. Yeah, so he drags her along. That's really good. Now here, there's a scene in the book, I don't know if it's purposeful or accidental, where she's kind of talking to Quickstar. Mm. And there's this vibe that she's about to stick her tongue down his throat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What if she's actually like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. (laughs) And he's Quickstar. He's like... right. I just get paid to fly the ship. I don't have any emotional attachment to their mm-hmm. whatever's going on. So you'd have her who's like, oh, quick star. And he's like, yeah. I got to get my wife back. But she's like, you brought me eye candy. Yeah. Who's awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> that's good. Centrally, you would have this problem where he's trying to fix everything, damaging it worse. Yeah. There needs to be less space sim game on yes. tablets. There's a lot. My <laughs> third read through I was like, there's a lot of this. Dan really loves Freelancer. <laughs> and the funny thing is, there actually was a whole well, I think there was another scene where um the oldest son Mark and Quickstar play one that's just a fighting tournament. And I took that out. Thank you. So <laughs> <laughs> No I mean there's a lot in I kind of feel like Quickstar would not be too into child-rearing. Right. I mean, he's, like, very fatherly to them. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be more of a hero worship on the boys' part. Right. Like, they follow him around, you know, what you doing, what you doing. And he's more like the passive, (laughs) this is what I'm doing. I mean, he's not mean to them. Right. He's their employer's kids. Exactly. But he's not, like... Let me disperse fatherly wisdom to you. <laughs> he's just... I mean, he's a single guy who flies spaceships for a living. Yeah. He's a rogue. He wouldn't really be into... Yeah. I mean, if he has kids, he might not even know they exist. Right. That was my thought on him, but... Yeah. Uh, so, you yeah. essentially have that problem with him trying to fix that... Then you can bring in. I don't know if this is spoiler material or not. Her I father don't care if it's spoiled. Her father's lung issues, which right, you know, she could always be worried about calling back to check on him. And then yeah, finally Trent has to realize I can't fix this. It's probably broken forever. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to save her father, which right. would be his redeem moment. Mm-hmm. Whether in the second book they're still together. Mm-hmm. Or not. Who knows? No, but that's really good, man. Uh, you open that door, just a crack, and it's like, I remember writing that. Inside. <laughs> I wrote that scene because 
Uh, well, I'll go into all the changes and stuff in a second, but I needed more of her in the book because I kind of just have her there. But then I was like, oh. So I had her to like, hey, Quickstar, thanks for, you know, being such a pal to my kids. I really appreciate that. But when I reread that and stuff, I was like, almost seems like she's into him a little bit here. That's not what I'm going for. I'll just... But yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Even I caught yeah, I caught that on. That's yes. not what I was intending, but when I reread through it I was like, it seems like it's going this way, but it's not. Alright, next scene. But I think <laughs> if you gave him the singular drive to I can fix this if I make money because mm-hmm. let's probably at one point they were doing really well. Mm-hmm. And then things turned and Yeah. <clears throat> he poured all his time into the company instead yeah. of but if you just had him that singular drive mind that if I make money, it'll go back to like it was. Yeah. And I'm going to say it again. Those kids need to be separate people. Yeah. Yeah. I really like my older brother. I'm going to be just like him <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah. I think what I really need to do is, and I've heard a lot of people say this, when they have a book that they wrote, because this was only the second book I ever wrote, but I really want to develop it because... Uh, it had to do with the recession, and and I just liked it the most. Um, but I first wrote this uh, for my second NaNoWriMo, almost all while commuting, talking into my phone. So it was all one block of text, no paragraphs, no chapters. Then, going back, I broke it into chapters and stuff, but like the chapters aren't like they should be, whereas now... On the truth about zombies, I'm like, okay, this is chapter one. I'm going to try and end it with kind of a cliffhanger and have each chapter kind of be its own story and kind of planning it out. That other one. And the other one was a very different book. The first draft was a, it was like a Christian book where Trent gets saved and goes from being a workaholic to knowing that family is very important. And so he, there's like scenes where he goes to church with... Uh, his wife's parents and all this stuff and in the end he's a Christian and then I was like you know I'm a Christian but I don't want to use my writing to put out any kind of message I just want to write entertaining stories and so I changed it to just being the whole theme is that like instead of him being a workaholic beginning and becoming a Christian he just becomes someone who realizes that family is important and values family at the end. So I took out all these scenes and replaced all that. And then I did stuff like, okay, everything is too easy for the characters. How can I try and put more tension in there? The whole thing driving the scene is that uh, Kate misses her parents, so Trent wants to make money so they can go back and visit Grandpa. Then I was like, that's really lame. (laughs) Okay, Grandpa's dying. Now they really have to get back. But it's just so jumbled. I really think I think I really need to like rewrite it. The well, <clears throat> maybe yeah. pick things I like after I write stuff, but you know, like the structure is just way off. One of my friends was like, "Why was this a chapter and where is this going and all this stuff?" And was so Was he talking about poker? Oh, yeah, poker. Yeah. So. Not only does it end a chapter in the middle of the game, it starts the chapter at yeah. that exact same point. <laughs> and that's the other thing. Like, I know uh, 
writing shorter chapters is good, so I would try and find around 200 or 2,500 words and then break the chapters into roughly that length. But it's really was just one long block of text that I made into paragraphs and then into chapters. And so, yeah, like teasing out like a good midpoint where they go from reacting to the problem to trying to solve it and all these things I'm learning and studying structure that a good story has. So I think I I really liked all of your ideas and I think it's so hard for me to read it and be like, oh, I like the way this sentence is and that. I just need to rewrite it and structure it the right way. It'll still pretty much be the same story, but... Well, like the, well, the the brothers don't get along so well and all that kind of stuff. What you're saying makes a lot of sense now because mm-hmm. I didn't know that you were like you wrote one thing. You're like I'm yeah. gonna chop this out and replace it. Yeah, because it it felt like there's no central right problem. What it felt like is they kept floating into problems that were central yeah. or should have been central. Yeah, but they're like. We'll just float into this, fix it. Oh no, another central problem is <laughs> just there wasn't just like one sitting in the center that yeah. everything gravitates and towards. And that's like pretty much the most important part of writing a good story. So, and uh, yeah, I still think one of them should be a girl. One of the siblings. Yeah. Okay. Or like add a third one. Yeah. It's really into daddy can do no wrong. Yeah. And the boys are like, whatever, mom's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And maybe, you know, since things have gone so bad, her parents are like, hey, Trent, here's our middle finger. <laughs> yeah. I think, because, like, uh, all I have now is Trent goes with George and they drink coffee and smoke and watch the spaceships going off into space. And the, the, the grandpa's like, I would never want that life. And Trent's like, kind of would there's really no conflict there it should be like you know when trent makes this decision george is like what you're gonna take my daughter out into space no you're not yeah exactly maybe even a little fisticuffs yeah (laughs) what are you gonna do hit an old man come on get back in the house kate you're staying here (laughs) but yeah like uh oh man i'm reading that wool series right now and uh, I'm on the fifth book out of five, um, and uh, he's writing more now, but oh, there's this one of the chapters, I think it was chapter 17, it was so good, and I, was, I finished the chapter and I was like, man, why was that chapter so awesome to me? And it's because the character was so close to dying, like a few times, and uh, trying to do what she had to do was so hard for her, and... Um, Everything is so easy for my characters. And I always hear in all these author interviews and stuff, it's like, um, put your characters through the worst stuff you can think of. And, you know, and you need that central conflict and all that stuff. So we haven't talked about it in a while, but like in the death of Don Hat, mm-hmm. I have, he wants to kill Don Hat. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my central. And every chapter, a problem comes along. Mm-hmm. I did not treat him well. <laughs> I hated him. <laughs> but yeah, they're like, oh no, a problem. Do. And I just kept thinking of that song where problem comes along, you will whip it. <laughs> <laughs> so you just, yeah, I mean, I like it, but 
knowing that you've written it in mm-hmm. several different forms and then yeah. you were like, I'll put it together and <laughs> hit it with lightning. It's alive! <laughs> yeah, it's... I mean, yeah, I, well, I sent you what I wrote. Mm-hmm. I went through an awesome bit of writer's block, which is fantastic when you have a site. <laughs> and uh, I was just pouring through everything in the drive. And we are putting together, you know, stuff to do, mm-hmm. promos. And I was just reading through the old show notes because I could have listened to them. Or as you pointed yeah. out, looked at the website. I was like, <laughs> oh, no. But, uh... Yeah, I rewrote the quick star alley scene. Yeah. Good exercise. but uh, I like that. Everyone should just do that as a good, good writing exercise. <laughs> Find someone's chapter. Or you mean rewrite that? Yeah, just rewrite that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It, rewrite it and email it in. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean... You probably did not expect that coming, and you were no. like, I hate you. No, so no, much. I thought it was cool. And But yeah, your story's I mean, been on my mind since I read it because I was like, it's here. Mm-hmm. It's hidden behind many, many doors, behind yeah. many, many mirrors. There's paintings with the eyeballs cut it out watching <laughs> you. <laughs> it's, it's like a funhouse of a story. You're like, yeah. you go into each room, and it's a different book because sometimes quick stars all edgy and then next time he's like hey let's make balloon animals boys and they're like yay quick star he's like did i tell you about the time i left a guy to die in an alley no forget about it i love coffee but um yeah, (coughs) yeah the i mean there's a couple scenes that stand out where you seem like you're getting it. Mm-hmm. You're getting it. And then you were like, eh, I want to go in this direction. <laughs> but, you know, with my idea, you could cut out the trip to Grandpa's with Trent. Yeah, I think that because they need to, like, get on the ship faster. And, like, I even got them on the ship a lot faster than... The in the in the first or the second draft or something they got on the ship like literally sixty or seventy five percent through and I was like really because in my mind the whole book's about being on the ship and this is cool and it's like wow so I deleted scenes of them like going to church service and all this stuff and still but still they 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 take forever also the way the captain of the ship. Mm-hmm. I feel like that should be more businessy. Okay. He's just like, I am just like your wife's husband or wife's father, and he's yeah. like, so weak. <laughs> but it's very friendly, and I mean, obviously, it'd be let me show you the ship. Mm-hmm. But then I figured it'd probably dynamically change if it was just him looking at the ship. That's the other part. Like there were parts that it was just him, and then I had the idea to have. And he just called his wife and was like, the ship looks good. I really think we should do this. And then he had just, like, become a new Christian, so they, like, prayed about it over the phone or something. Anyways, uh, and then he got a good feeling about it. But then, so I wrote it that they were all there at the ship. But then I think some scenes, it seems like it's just him there. I yeah, don't know. They keep, 
dot and then it's test for quick star mm-hmm. it's just it's <laughs> fragmented yeah in a way i can't describe because yeah he's like all critical and then I he's like don't it. worry quick star it's okay and then he's right. like mm. <laughs> like i really at one point i think it was my third read through i was like trent really needs to start taking some sort of medicine to balance this out because <laughs> the dude is all over the place yeah but see i didn't know that you had a completely different arc mm-hmm. for him yeah it's I that was... holy crap that just <laughs> That explains so much, because he's like, I'm super friendly, upbeat guy, and then he's like, oh, I'm so depressed. (laughs) I'm going to leave you. Please don't. Okay. (laughs) That's my new alley scene, is that I'm going to leave you. Don't. You make a good argument. (laughs) But uh, the dancing in the kitchen, the first read-through, I was like... (laughs) What is happening? <laughs> but then every other read through I went through, I was like, I still don't know what's happening. Just I lost my job. Let's dance. <laughs> I just feel like there's like no. It's like you just dropped in right at that point mm-hmm. in the story, and there's no like what came before this. Right. What had it done to his family? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even think you need to shift this to a young adult. Actually, I agree. Because I was like, you know what? I'm not really trying to write this for an audience. This is just a book I would want to read. I want Trent to be the main character. And I think I'm just going to have the kids, like maybe uh, the older ones not really into the space game till later or something. or But they're just not going to get along. I think you should almost go Jurassic Park with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't... I mean, I just personally think it should be a boy-girl. Yeah. Because that gives it a much more dynamic shift. I probably was just writing me and my younger brother, because we were best friends growing up. But yeah, no, that's a good idea. But with... I mean, if you do go down the path of broken home, they're not going to be... Because there's going to be tension there. Yeah. Dad comes home, mom and dad don't talk. Right. But they're not separating because they don't believe in it. Right. And it's always just butting heads, and that's going to spill over to the kids. Yeah. They're going to act out. But instead of space game, like, what if one's really actually into space flight, mm-hmm. and he gravitate or he or she gravitates towards learning from Quickstar, who's like, I'll tolerate you because yeah. you're here. We're in space. Yeah. You know, maybe fly second seat. Mm-hmm. Nothing big. And then another one who's um, artistic or yeah, something like that. You know, they can obviously grow closer together through a series of events. Yeah, there you go. Whatever. But um, <laughs> I don't know if it even you even have to go down to the path of, oh, we're back together. Like I said, maybe mm-hmm. he's like, this is busted. Mm-hmm. There's no way I can fix it. Yeah. But I can do something for her. Right. And, you know, running down the bullet points before, planets need identity. Yeah. It's like, we are here at the planet to trade. (laughs) We will get to see the people unload our cargo. Maybe we'll go out to eat. That's it. (laughs) See ya. I'm so glad they have a McDonald's on this planet. (laughs) 
uh, the first person, because I was putting it on that website called Wattpad, and someone else, I didn't want anyone to see it. I was just getting it ready and putting it up chapter by chapter. Someone happened upon it and read the first chapter and said something like, this is above average. I'm going to keep reading. <laughs> and uh, one thing they said was like, oh, I was really excited to see what this planet would be like or the different creatures that live there and all this stuff. And I'm just like, well, time for the next one. <laughs> so that'll be fun fleshing that out more. And Because uh, one of my favorite parts about the video game Mass Effect is you get to go to all these worlds that are not Earth. Right. And even though they're not like, here's the history of the planet, or they're describing yeah. it, they're doing it visually, you're like, this is so foreign. Mm-hmm. But, you know, <clears throat> the sentient races in the galaxy have moved in mm-hmm. and established places to live. So you've got this foreign planet, but you got your familiar yeah. settings that you can say, there's a hamburger restaurant next to this giant tree. Yeah. That will actually lean down and eat you. <laughs> Do yeah. not sit on the patio. <laughs> yeah. I think I need to read a lot more sci-fi, too, because one thought, of my main influences is another self-published book that he's published now, but it's called Quarter Share by Nathan Lowell. And he just wrote the book to see if he could write a book. And there's no aliens or anything, and there's not much conflict either, but he's just a really good storyteller. And it's just a kid on a ship um, working on the mess deck, pretty much, or like in the kitchen. And then throughout the series, he works his way up in the rankings. Yeah, you don't even need aliens. It could just be there are no other races. But when they go to other planets, it's like they've all been colonized and terraforming or whatever. I mean, very Firefly. There's no alien race. They just expanded throughout the universe. I was thinking, what would my elevator pitch for this book be and you always try and say like oh it's uh, weekends at bernie's and alien or i thought it would be like firefly meets ender's game for kids or something like i don't know i think you got but anyway the whole firefly thing yeah yeah you got a universe like that readership here yeah that could associate with i mean everyone right now the economy. I wrote this for people who were adults with a family in the economy. So yeah, I didn't ever intend it to be a young adult book. Because maybe they could read it and be like, well, my life's not this bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, no, I really like it. It's just, now that we've talked about it more and you're like, mm-hmm. the fragmentation thing, it's just, it's a whole new light. Like, I might go yeah. back and read another 999 <laughs> pages of it. Oh, I think it ended up being like 72,000 words or something. But, yeah, I think what my plan is is to write this zombie book and try and really, really learn how to write the book with tension and, like, all the stuff happening at the right places and learn that and then scrap the trading family, redo the outline... Uh, rewrite it and then like maybe after that with just a fresh set of whatever maybe then going back and plucking a few things out of the original that I like but did lots of people feedback to you like it's super great or was there a lot uh no dude um (laughs) there was a lot of like I like this and I like this but like Obviously, the poker scene, like, you could probably just scrap this or make this a couple paragraphs. 
and uh, a lot of kind of where the characters were going and the boys aren't get, are getting along way too well and I really wanted to see what that planet was like. <laughs> All that kind of stuff. Go explore like the different planets and so... We're going to take a podcast break. All right. Drink too much water. <laughs> poker thing yes i believe strongly in inside jokes in books <laughs> i believe there should be a scene where you know kind of borderline she's kind of feeling him again you know but he's obviously still problems and maybe there's like a card of decks in his room on the ship and she's like hey do you remember when we were dating and we'd play cards with my parents and he's like good times <laughs> and people in the know will be like <laughs> we remember that too in great detail <laughs> yeah. two long chapters five thousand words of a poker game don't worry you broke it up with a pool game like <laughs> grandpa's so good at pool um i'm gonna admit on the second third read through mm-hmm. i did not read the poker <laughs> i was just like <laughs> and, and you didn't miss anything no <clears throat> see at first when it started i was like you know it's good that he doesn't have the grounding in sci-fi but then the planet thing popped up yeah and it's yeah like maybe he needs a little <laughs> science fiction education yeah and uh i'd still say watch alien right because that before everything hits the fan, you get a very good feel of what life on a mm-hmm. long-haul voyage would be like. Okay. Also, the ship. Mm-hmm. I really have no sense of yeah. the ship. Yeah. Like, is it a box? Is it, like, a <laughs> ship with wings? Or Right. I mean, you really don't have to adhere to form and function mm-hmm. when you're in space, but... It's just like no feel for how it's laid out. Yeah, I kept envisioning Serenity because mm-hmm. that's really all I had to go with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or sometimes they're on the Millennium Falcon, but it had a <laughs> sofa <laughs> with an HD TV. <laughs> yeah. Han, what are these DV? No, no. Uh, just uh, here. Let me have those. <laughs> it's Ewok Girls Five. Nothing. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so those are my thoughts. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, those are good thoughts. I'm I'm glad this is recorded so I can go back and listen to it because I like those. I write them down. And but I think after three read-throughs, I might put that one to bed. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> just I wanted, you know, back when we started this, I was like, I'm gonna read through it. We're gonna talk about it on the show. Mm-hmm. I get to the end and I was like. I cannot talk about this in detail until I know what I think is not mm-hmm. right. And then I read it again, and I was like, I still do not know <laughs> what is missing. So I read it really slow the third mm-hmm. time. Because usually, you know, you sit down and read a book, and you're like, read, 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 right. read. I'd be like, I'm going to read half a chapter. <laughs> Then I'm going to actually reflect on what I read. Wow. And that is when I started seeing the something isn't right here Mm because it just keeps bouncing. But now I'm all edumacated up on (laughs) why it bounces. I have this other 
thing I've been thinking about with my writing. Um, everyone's always like, uh, well, everyone knows like Stephen King. He's one of the best or whatever. And I have some of my favorite books are Stephen King books, but uh, the dude rambles and he's he just is a seat of the pants writer. He just sits down and writes it. And um, but I think the reason everyone likes his books is because he's so good with characters. And he just puts characters in a situation and lets them react. But he, like, really knows his characters. I had hardly any idea who the characters were or what I was even really basing them off of. I think, well, most of my stories, I, like, get an idea for something or some event or something. But I always like stuff that has really strong, rooted characters. Everyone likes it when it's the character, not the big idea so much yeah and like lost i liked some of those characters so i kept watching even though the world was still not explaining itself and uh some stephen king books like start to ramble and get boring but i really like the character so i'll keep reading and so i think um i really need to nail down the characters for sure in this thing yeah, because like I said before, it feels like the characters were just dropped in. Yeah. Fresh off the... I think the... Quickstar is the only one I sort of knew who he was. Quickstar... That's about it. <laughs> yeah, he's got some past darkness. I mean, uh-huh. you even said that you had enough to go back and write his origin story. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, if you're mainlining this, we had a long discussion on that one. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think you don't even have to write Mm -hmm. what happened before. Just the knowledge in your head of what happened before. Yeah. And you got it. Yeah. It's, you're just standing there in that fun house (laughs) and there's a path through it (laughs) and taking information from each room in that path, Mm -hmm. you have it there and the other stuff can stay. Yeah. And like, we're poker. <laughs> we're pool. <clears throat> but, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, there's that. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I'm gonna, by the end of this, I'll have to, like, put you as a co writer or editor <laughs> in the credits of that book or something. Critical jerk. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really what you need as a writer someone that will tell you the truth instead of, like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, really good people who because I mean I I write reviews people yeah. send me their game and it's like review this I'm not going to be like oh it's super great even yeah. though I'm like I spent a night <laughs> stabbing myself in the <laughs> eye with a fork which I don't know if you read my Retro City Rampage review Mm-mm. it started out so wonderful uh-huh. and I know he'd been working on it forever. I know the whole story behind it. It's kind of a guy versus giant game mm-hmm. industry. Ends up, you know, making this game on his own, hmm. publishing it. It's sold lots, but all the reviews boil down to, like, the last part of the game wrecks everything before it Uh, I gave it a 2 out of 5 which is Mm -hmm. disappointing and yeah I mean I I talked to him on email and I'm like this is my review I mean 
I'm not your friend. Yeah. <laughs> you sent it to me for <laughs> critical review, but... Um, yeah. Well, you have to keep credibility, too. I, I'm not... I don't not review things mm-hmm. trying to make every friend in the world. Right. I review things to say, this is my thought. I'm not right on... Mm-hmm. I'm going to admit, I'm not right. Yeah. This is just my point of view. Sure. But I don't think anything in this world is made better by hand-holding and right. stroking the ego. Yeah. And I know you're going to be, you know, huge author someday <laughs> with the book tour. And yeah. And be like, I remember when I read his book, it was horrible. <laughs> and I sat down across from a table and I was like, listen, man, this is... This is a, a poop grenade. <laughs> and you're sitting amongst the poop holding a poop-covered diaper going. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, honesty always wins in reviews. Oh, yeah. It's one of the reasons I have trouble seeking out. I mean, I've got a core group of friends who will be like, dude, this sucks. Yeah. But then you got the people around them who just, want to tell you everything's great and everything's all right and i really liked it it was super great (laughs) did you read it (laughs) i mean sometimes i look at stuff that i've written i'm like this is terrible and Mm -hmm. there's people like oh no it's so good and my wife will be like this is horrible (laughs) were you drunk i was like a little bit (laughs) (laughs) yeah so Uh, i appreciate that yeah i i was here uh I'm sure you can tell I listen to a lot of writing podcasts and author interviews. They're like, oh, yeah, I've got like eight novels that I really don't want anyone to ever see. I'm like, oh, your stuff is so awesome. I want to go back and read those. But now I know it's like writing a novel is not easy. And you might be pretty good at writing, but that doesn't mean you can tell a good story. (laughs) And uh, so but the more I dig into it, the more I'm like, Man, this is hard. <laughs> but nothing worth doing is easy. So, I mean, yeah, that's true and you're not your first trip out of the gate, uh-huh. you're going to fall on your face. Yeah. And all the bigger things are going to trample over in you and think, "Why did I get trampled?" <laughs> Second time out, it's FTL. Yep. Every time you leave, you learn one thing and you take it back. All right, I'm beginning. back. I know all this stuff dead <laughs> <laughs> they're opening the doors to let your ship out and like an asteroid flies in and blows you up right there and they're like ooh <laughs> no but yeah every trip out you learn one thing more like yeah honestly I go back and read the first posts on did not finish mm-hmm. and I'm like who is this person <laughs> yeah you don't have your voice right away mm-hmm. and anyone who tells you that their first time out was I was so good, and everyone loved it and said, this is so great. (laughs) Those people are lying to your face. Mm -hmm. It's really easy to see things that you spend a lot of time on, and, like, you can't see the poop on it. (laughs) (laughs) You you need other people to be honest with you and say, yeah, yeah, you've got something here, but kind of stinks around here. (laughs) So... You know, if you're listening to this and wondering about critical review and someone's mean to your project that you love so much, (laughs) maybe instead of being like, oh, I hate them, they don't know what they're talking about, maybe go back and say, 
listen, can we talk about this? Not mm-hmm. just, well, all these people over here are like, it's wonderful, so I'm going to believe them. Because right. if you ask them why it's wonderful, they're like, because you wrote it, dear. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy loves everything you do. <laughs> Have a biscuit. <laughs> you want to talk to that guy in the corner who's like, you really suck at life. <laughs> Why do I suck at life? Yeah. I don't think this. Here's my list. (laughs) One, your haircut. (laughs) Two, your haircut. (laughs) Why do you hate my haircut? like Dr. Cox talking to JD on... uh... Scrubs. Scrubs. Yes. So, anyway. Oh... Oh, well, before we go on, I just remembered one thing on uh, my website. Uh, I put out all my short stories as one collection, as an anthology, because I offer them all for free on all the online retailers as ebooks, but you can't do that on Amazon Kindle. So I just put them all together and slapped 99 cents on it. So if you go to Amazon.com and search for my name... Or you can search for Danthology, which is an anthology of all my short stories. Uh, or you can just go to like Smashwords, Barnes and Noble, or iBooks and get them all individually for free. Um, and one time you asked me what I thought some of my favorite ones were, and I kind of blanked. So I'm gonna say some of my favorites would probably be um, the Last Butterscotch which is a sci-fi, kind of more of a kid's one. And then my latest, Stuffed Monster, which is also kind of a kid's story. Um, And so, yeah, you can start there. But, uh... I need to get me one of them new fingled Kindle machines. Yeah, there's so many tablets coming out now. I don't want a fire, Kindle fire. I just want an actual Kindle. I mean, like a $50 one now. Yeah, it's... Well, actually, one thing about those that are really cool, it has e-ink, and it actually moves particles of ink around on the screen. So it looks like ink on the page, because it is ink on the screen. And I have the very, very first Sony reader, the very first one that came out. I never use it anymore, but it does look like you're just reading paperback. It's pretty sweet. And... The battery life is crazy because it only uses battery when you turn the page to move around. See, so the battery lasts for forever. Reading on my phone is just... But I need a backlit one. <laughs> yeah, there's that new Nook Glow. It's e-ink, but it Yeah, but I have glows. a problem with Barnes & Noble. I know, yeah. Ever they since... Might not, yeah. Was it Borders, borders Closed? Yeah. <laughs> Come to the Barnes and Noble. No, <laughs> I'll go into Barnes and Noble to like physically look at a book and be mm-hmm. like, take a picture with my Amazon app, which they don't like. Yeah, and then it adds it to my Amazon basket. Oh, nice! As I'm That's walking cool. out of Barnes and Noble, I'm like, <laughs> Do yeah. you want me to tell you about a Nook? No, I do not. <laughs> yeah, I have always been a reader love books like i love the way they smell i have a bookcase full of books but i like reading ebooks way more i read on my ipod touch even though i have an ipad just because usually i read in bed laying uh 
horizontally, so I'm like holding it up above my face. Does the uh, iPod Touch is way smaller? It's just easier. And does it hurt less when you fall asleep and drop it on your yeah, face? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so the iPad will enclose your entire face. It kind of hurts my hands to hold it up for very long. Yeah. I was playing Assassin's Creed in bed, mm-hmm. and I've learned to lay on my side while I play because <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure after the, I thought I broke my nose. Oh, I man. was in the bathroom like looking for the break, <laughs> but yeah, that thing That's lands brutal. with a passion because yeah. it's, it's got the battery. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, it's probably about as heavy as an iPad altogether, but the oh, iPad's yeah. a lot more surface. Yes. This is complex and yeah. just... And the way you hold it, it just slips straight forward. <laughs> right onto, onto my your... eyes. <laughs> and there's nothing like waking up to just feeling like someone punched you in the face. Yeah. Well, my wife has a bad habit of elbowing me in the kidney while she's asleep. <laughs> and I don't know why. I mean, I'll be... She'll be on her side and just <laughs> roll over and bring her fist <laughs> right in my kidney. I'm like, why, why? And then I realize she's still asleep. Yeah. I'm like... Are you pretending, poke, poke? <laughs> yeah. I know you're awake. <laughs> you did that on purpose. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm asleep. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Except she sleep talks. My wife does, I'll too. I'll be like, are you still Big watching time. the show? Because we'll be watching TV together. Yeah. She's like, stop asking. Don't you see my eyes are open? Then the next day, I'm like, you fell asleep during the show. And I'll tell her what part. And she's like... I don't remember any of that. It's like, great. <laughs> She'll sleep. I mean, I don't know if her brain checks out and yeah. just kind of automated blinking and talking. <laughs> but um, I talk in my sleep too. And my wife does even more and sometimes she'll even answer me. But then I'll ask a weird question and or she'll have a really weird answer. And I'm like, oh, okay, she's still asleep. Does she um, do that thing where she will wake up, ask you something that's really confusing. Yes. And then you try to figure out what she's asking. And then she's like, just never mind. And like, No, usually she's just already back asleep. Oh, uh, my wife, she'll ask me something really weird. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, never mind. And roll over. And I'm like, I don't know what happened. And then I, Russ and I'm laying there going, yeah, are we fighting? Was there something to that? Yeah. She tells me she has dreams where she's arguing with me yeah because i'm we don't argue a lot Uh uh-huh but she'll argue with me in her dream and wake up part way through and i'm there yeah and she's already mad at me i know and i'm so mad at you (laughs) i like it yeah my wife we watch too much like criminal minds and law and order and and she'll be like there are all these guys and you just said i'll be right back and ran away and then they started beating me up and i'm like i would never do that i would beat them up I would not leave you with the gang members <laughs> about to kill us. <laughs> I just remembered something. <laughs> I'm the biggest jerk in my wife's dreams. <laughs> I just remembered or, or something. <laughs> what did you remember? I can run faster than you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's just that's dark. Why would you do that? Seriously. I tried to watch Flashpoint. Yeah? I honestly did. <laughs> but I'm just sitting there watching going, Go, go, Power Ranger. Oh, man. Oh, speaking of terrible shows, mm-hmm. our son's teething, the youngest, so I've been getting up at magical hours of the morning <laughs> because the only thing that makes T 
teeth busting through your gums better is <laughs> someone holding you while you sleep. Oh, but man. <laughs> having a baby, because apparently when they sleep, they somehow get a part of the sun inserted into them, and then they just are on you boiling. So hot. Yeah. And so you can't sleep, because... Yeah. So I'm sitting there scrolling through Netflix, which sometimes is a mistake, cause, <laughs> and I saw Terra Nova was on hmm. there. The complete series, which I think it's like eight episodes long. Okay. Because it got canned. What is this? Is this like a fictional show, or is it a... Um, Have you ever read The Sound of Thunder? No. It's uh, uh Who wrote that? I don't know. We'll ask the robot. It was Ray Bradbury. <laughs> so it's about this, in the future, hunters who... I think they made a bad movie based on it okay it's a path they cut into the past and you can walk down this Hmm. path and as long as you stay on the path you can shoot animals as long as they're about to die so it doesn't affect the timeline but someone in the book slips off and steps on a butterfly and it causes a ripple to go back through or into the future Mm -hmm. but anyway so the future is pretty much the earth is trashed Okay. Because, you know, that global warming everyone's talking about. Right. So, your family is you, your wife, and two kids. And that's... <laughs> you can get arrested for um, population crimes. Oh. And everyone walks around with rebreathers on. Just things are not going well. Yeah. But they've created this machine that cuts a rift into the path on an alternate timeline... Hmm. And cuts a path to the past in an alternate timeline, which they explain they're like, we can do anything here and it won't affect the future. If you're on an alternate timeline, you're destroying someone else's future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, so this guy, they have three kids and he ends up getting arrested for it. Mm-hmm. And his wife is this brilliant doctor. And they're going to send her to the past, to Terra Nova, which is dinosaur age. They have built this huge city. Wow. Where you can go back and, you know, have things like air and (laughs) water. Yeah. And fruit. So, (laughs) through um, really horrible script writing, he manages to go with them. Because no one noticed he escaped prison. Or snuck into the time travel building. <laughs> Basically, the TSA is in charge in this place. They're mm-hmm. just like, you seem legit with the giant backpack that's human-sized. Because <laughs> they're trying to sneak their third kid oh. into the past. And wow. Then they get there, and they realize no one cares that they brought another kid. <laughs> or anything. Yeah. And in the first episode, they introduce Alien riding on rocks all over in this prehistoric land. I'm like, you have hardly established what you are, but you're like, oh, and there's aliens, too. I'm like, I know why this show got canceled. <laughs> it's, oh, and the dinosaurs? It's produced by Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. So there was some money for the budget. Yeah. But not enough. Yeah. And the dinosaurs look terrible. <laughs> and the compositing. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> I actually recommend you watch the first episode. Okay. And we'll talk about it next time. All but right. Just wow. <laughs> I 
kind of want to watch the rest mm-hmm. just to see exactly <laughs> how much they're willing to commit to the show mm-hmm. to driving it into the ground. <laughs> I like the idea. Yeah. Just not the way they're doing it. Yeah. And oh, there's there's <laughs> bad acting too. And you're supposed to be all like for these teenage kids who are rebelling against their father who went to jail so their youngest sister, you know, wasn't euthanized. And they're mm-hmm. all like, we hate you because you went to jail. I was like, that does not make sense. <laughs> <laughs> are they saying they wanted the youngest girl euthanized? <laughs> what are they saying? Yeah. But don't wa- Yeah, watch that <laughs> so we can talk about okay. it. But don't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix is just a bastion for terrible shows yeah there's a lot of crap on there speaking of which i saw last resort canceled and because you're making that face i'm guessing you have no Mm. idea what it is yeah i don't know yeah it was uh, apparently cbs threw so much money at it and supposed to be big budget production tv shows about the submarine that they blame a nuclear attack on but did it really did it not Hmm. ended up there on an island that's full of mystery and intrigue oh no sounds like they're a little lost in their story Uh, but apparently like five people who review tv shows watch and are like everyone watch it it's really good Hmm. Trust us. <laughs> they got lower ratings than the Charlie Angels reboot. Yikes. <laughs> okay, just think about that for a minute. <laughs> a show that made it four episodes had higher ratings, but they were convinced that people would get on board. So they just kept They're pushing, just trying to get that lost money. Blindly pushing forward, <laughs> like, they will like it, they will like it, they will... And then they're like, guys... You gotta find new jobs. Because <laughs> you just lost us millions. Oh, man. So, uh, did we talk about the space jump thing? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. There's still concern <clears throat> that 9 billion people can connect to YouTube for a live stream. Who's concerned? The networks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because why would you watch right off the air when you could watch original content on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, they have never seen that many viewers in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Like, we swear Nashville is great. <laughs> <laughs> I watched seven <laughs> minutes of that show. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I only watch Nashville when I'm typing mm-hmm. because I'm too lazy to go stand up and find the remote. <laughs> Yeah. I try to lean over to the TV and push the power button, but <laughs> I'm afraid I'm going to fall out of my chair. So I'm like, oh, Pandora <laughs> headphones. So, yeah. A few episodes of Nashville have been displayed on my TV, <laughs> but no one was awake. To no one. Or paying attention. Yeah. I'm sure it's a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to watch a show about an aging country star? <laughs> Except everybody. <laughs> yeah. So, um... You uh, said billions of dollars. Speaking of that... Billions? Uh... What about 5.6 billion? Or 5.5? 5. 
I don't know. Billion. I thought it was 4.2. I think. I don't know. I thought it ended up being in all. Maybe five. it's been more since then. Everyone's like, why do you even say 0.5? And if you think of that 0.5 is $500 million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Star Wars being bought out by Disney. Wait. Can we say liberated? Liberated. So wait, so I'm actually excited about this. Are you... I, I couldn't tell by one of your guys' finishing the week if you're like, oh great, this will be a Disney-fied and we'll get more Jar Jar Binks kids' movies out of this. See, the thing you must understand about finishing the week is... It's satirical. Okay. At best. Yeah, yeah. We're never... I mean, <laughs> I've gotten letters. People are like, how dare you disrespect the Wii U? I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm actually excited for the Wii U. <laughs> it's just right now it's a punching bag. Yeah. <laughs> and every once in a while, instead of everyone being hyper serious about the news, it's fun to go on and <laughs> yeah, be like good. mocking <laughs> what's going on. I mean, I'm excited about this. Okay, cool. Mainly because... One of the first things they did was run to Steven Spielberg and say, Have you ever wanted to direct a Star Wars film? Because oh. he asked to direct Attack of the Clones, and George is like, Bro, I got this. Did you see The Phantom Menace? And he's like, Yeah, I did. Can I direct Attack of the Clones? <laughs> he was secretly trying to be George's friend. Like, George, uh, you know, let me, do me a favor. When really, he was trying to do George a favor. <laughs> George is like, Spielberg's always trying to steal my thunder. Did you not see Phantom Menace? <laughs> Let me tell you again about this idea. It's going to be about the crystal skull <laughs> and a refrigerator. <sighs> so many times Steven Spielberg just sat there like scraping the side of his head with a 9mm. <laughs> I heard George say like after Indiana Jones and stuff, everyone hates him and he's excited now to just be a fan. And that's cool. Like... Everyone seems to have this love-hate relationship, because I do. Like, when I go watch A New Hope and the original Star Wars trilogy, I'm just like, ah, oh, so good. And there's parts that I really like in the new ones, cool things, lightsaber fights, whatever, but, oh, man, so much going on that's just wrong. It's like... The Phantom Menace does have the best lightsaber fight. Right. There's in, cool stuff. I mean, that yeah. whole Darth Maul and... I cannot believe they did not use more of him. Yeah. Like, hey, uh, let's Darth cut Maul. him in half in the first one. Yeah. It seems like a great idea. He's still, like, one of the coolest characters. Uh, people I love him. You and... don't know anything about him. Yeah. He just, he should not have gone out like that. Yeah. And why didn't he vanish? Yeah. Maybe he wasn't high enough level. Yeah. He was only, like, level 50. <laughs> Obi-Wan was, like, at level cap. <laughs> It is a skill a Jedi must learn. He must be at peace to perform it. So, anyways, I guess Darth I'm Vader excited. did. No, Darth Vader did disappear because he was Luke dragged him oh, yeah. through, and he was dying. Right. But then it, he just closed his eye. No, Yoda vanished. Did the dark side not get to vanish? I don't know. They're not one with the Force, so I don't <laughs> know why the Force would be like, "Come on in." Except <laughs> then his ghost. Yeah. Yeah. We better not analyze this before I start yeah. being like, well, <laughs> you know what really excites me about this? What? Disney now has the right to produce a Blu-ray version of the original cut. I was going to say, I hope 
They're going to do what all the fans want and, yeah, release the, f- the original cut. When that news dropped, it... Are they going to? Uh, no, the news that yeah, Disney yeah. bought them. Right. I had my phone, it reads my tweets, and I was like, uh-huh. read it, and it's like, Disney buys Star Wars. And my first thought was, they better release those original <laughs> cuts. But Fox still owns <clears throat> A New Hope. Disney does not get A what? New Hope. They can option to buy it in 2025. Oh, wow. But Fox paid for everything. I still to think get it's, that movie made, yeah. Yeah, I still think it's you know, weird to see the Disney castle and then the Star Wars scroll. Yeah. But you won't, it's still going to say LucasArts. Cause really? You don't see the Disney castle in front of a Marvel movie. Right. And they kind of own that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone's like, Disney, they can't make a grown up movie. Well, the Avengers seemed good. Yeah. I liked that Thor movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, like, uh, I'm pretty sure on, like, A New Hope and the, uh, the first ones, George Lucas had help writing the script and help, help with a lot of stuff. And then he was like, I'm George Lucas. I got this. And then didn't have as much help. I don't know if he had, I think... At least maybe writing the script on the newer ones. Because, I mean, I really like THX 1138. Still haven't <laughs> seen that. Oh, I had the special edition on DVD, mm-hmm. and then I went through that phase where I was like, I'm never going to watch these again and sold them all. But Yeah. It's on Netflix. Really? I think I watched I the special edition. And he actually went back through it and retouched special effects on that. Oh, that does not surprise me. <laughs> but in this case, mm-hmm. thank goodness. Okay. Because this was a student film. Right, yeah. And it had no special effects. And yeah. there was parts where he had a grand vision, but they're like, you know, George, this guy could be standing looking through a closet door pretending he's doing a job. <laughs> and he's like, is that all I can afford? Yes, George. <laughs> so they took the guy looking through the little window moving the joysticks and they added more people around him wow. the production line beyond that that's cool car chases are much more exciting when there's cars <laughs> not just close-ups of people going <sighs> yeah <laughs> but um i'm super excited i know he's outlined seven through nine okay i was mad cool. it's not the throng trilogy i don't know if you ever read have you read, read any Star Wars books? I, I've read mostly. I've read ones that are like before. I read. I remember reading one in high school, and uh, Leia was married to Han, and she was on some kind of mission, and some bomb exploded, and she was kind of deaf. And I was like, I don't like this. I want it to be what it was like at the end of the last movie in my mind. So you I are just, lucky. There is a non-licensed Star Wars book. What? I don't think it's possible to get anymore, but Mm -hmm. with the power of the internet, I bet you can find it. Sure. Right after the first movie, someone was like, I gotta cash in on this. Han, or uh, Luke and Leia get married and have kids, because the guy didn't know (laughs) (laughs) where things were going. Yeah. So now you go back and read it, and you're like, this is some sort of incestuous (laughs) fanfic. (laughs) But uh, the throng... Wow. The force is really strong in our child, but he's a little different. (laughs) (laughs) I make a lightsaber. (laughs) Vroom, vroom, vroom. (laughs) Oh, Timmy, your ears are not level. (laughs) No, um... So the throng cycle. It came out... 
I'd say 95, 96. Okay. And it's, I don't know if you know Timothy Zahn. I've heard the name. He's just huge in sci-fi. Yeah. And he you know, went to George and said, I want to write these books that follow up Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And this was before everyone was writing yeah. Star Wars books. And he was like, you know, give me your outline. I'll look it over. And he approved it. And everyone considers that the official... Right, the canon of... After Return of the Jedi. Uh-huh. And it deals with the only admiral in the Empire who wasn't human. Because hmm. the Empire was extremely racist. <laughs> <laughs> if you look back, there is no one who's not human that's like an officer. Mm-hmm. And when the bounty hunters are on the Star Destroyer and Empire... Mm-hmm. They're like, that's disgusting. There's aliens here. I mean, oh yeah, they they're racist. <laughs> yeah. Huh. So, and he doesn't believe the war's over, and he's got this thing called the dreadnought, which makes Vader's star destroyer look eensy weensy. Wow. Like this has got the power of a Death Star, mm-hmm. but it's a star destroyer, so it's that's cool. Easier to move than yeah, a moon. <laughs> so it's. And you really dive into the fact that Luke's not a Jedi. Hmm. He's officially what they call a dark Jedi. Mm-hmm. He toes the nice in-between line between light and dark. Because he does things that you're not supposed to in Return of the Jedi. Huh. You're not really supposed to choke people when you're a Jedi. <laughs> He's pretty good at that. Yeah, Mind control you're not supposed to really do. Hmm. Like, when he's fighting in this book, in space, he will just grab a TIE fighter pilot's mind and have him drive into another TIE fighter. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and he's really awesome at what he does. But mm-hmm. there's a... She later became official canon... There's a girl who's trained to hunt Jedi. Mm-hmm. She's slightly Force-sensitive, mm-hmm. named Mara Jade, but mm. she ends up seeing him. She's like, what's up? How you doing? He's <laughs> like, hey, baby. <laughs> but they end up having kids later on. Uh-huh. Uh, you should read those. I should. I'm putting those on the top of your list, All except right. then those movies aren't going to be those books, and you'll be That's sad. That's okay. It's what happened to Lord of the Rings, kind of. <laughs> Yeah. Not really. <laughs> Those books were not a movie. <laughs> My brother, he texted me. He's like, are you going to go see Hobbit? I was like, no. <laughs> it's, like, it's a short story that's now three movies long. Can you hear the money bags rattling? <laughs> Peter Jackson. It's one of my like, favorite books. I'm going to see it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he said that I hold a grudge. I was like, I don't hold a grudge. I just don't give money to things I don't believe in. Mm-hmm. And... I have no doubt in my mind people are going to be like, I don't remember this happening in the book. I don't remember when they're like, all hail Peter Jackson. (laughs) Frodo's or Bilbo's like, did you see King Kong? That was a great movie. (laughs) I have it here on (laughs) Blu-ray. But he is all about the 48 frames a second. Wow. I don't care. Because right now they shoot him at 24. Yeah. So it's going to just look ultra silky smooth. Hmm. I'm still more worried about how you get three movies out of a yeah. book that big. Where they're like, yeah. oh no, we must go on this quest. I found a ring. Probably should fight this dragon. I was 
I was listening to a podcast where someone had no idea about Lord of the Rings. Or The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings. Had never read them. Hadn't seen the movie. It was hilarious. (laughs) He's like, you know, they're going to fight a dragon. What's his name? Dragon? And he's making fun of all the names. They're like, Smog. He's like, you made that up, didn't you? Because that's like the worst name for a dragon. (laughs) Like, no, it's Smog. He's ultra fierce and like, are you kidding me? Like, only an arrow can pierce his heart in this exact location. What about chopping his head off? Well, his scales are too thick, and so he couldn't move his head because they're so thick. Oh! <laughs> but, yeah, they Just tore... Just deconstructing it. Yeah, he tore it down hard, and <laughs> then he got into Lord of the Rings. Like, we have to stop because I'm starting to hate my favorite book after talking to you. Wow. But, I never um, liked the books to me were too long and kind of boring. Let's see. But I'm glad this table's know. between us. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the movies. <laughs> so we're kind of on the opposite spectrum, but They're that's why it's good that we're co hosts. Such garbage. If we both loved everything exactly the same, we wouldn't have as much to talk about. I wouldn't have as much problem with the movies as if. They hadn't missed Faramir mm-hmm. by such... Um, yeah. Okay, you've read the books, right? Yeah. And you saw the difference between Boromir and Faramir, right? Mm-hmm. Faramir is like, humans can fight against this without needing magical crap. Yeah. Faramir is like, give me that ring, yeah. I'm going to be invincible and awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the movie... When Faramir sees the ring and he's like, if we have that, we will be powerful. And I was like, I'm out. Because <laughs> it was such an important moment because it made humans look less just... I mean, Boromir mm-hmm. and were suddenly the same character and it right. just angered me to no end. Yeah, yeah. And I think part of it too for me was... When I saw the first movie, I was angry because they changed things, so I stopped reading the books. I'd read The Hobbit, and it was one of my favorites, but I never read Lord of the Rings until I heard the movies were coming out. It's like, oh. Friends had told me about it. I'd re- I was reading, like, The Wheel of Time at the time and other sci-fi stuff or whatever. <laughs> I, and uh, That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah, The Wheel of Time is... Lord of the Rings comes from Lord of the Rings, but... Um, where was I going with this? Anyway, so I just watched the movies for what they were and then went back and read the books so I could, like, enjoy the movies more because I still really liked what they'd done with it. I don't know. It just made it... It's like when people saw the first Star Wars, it ignited that sci-fi geekdom in their hearts. That's what Lord of the Rings did for me for fantasy. So See, I, I love know. Fellowship of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I accepted those... I mean, they're minor changes. Yeah. Then after that, they just... There are elves at Helm's Deep <laughs> in the movie. Yeah. They actually talk about why there's not elves at Helm's Deep in the book. They're mm-hmm. like, they've left. Yeah. They're not here anymore. So they're not going to show up. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh. And then these elves march in and they're like, oh, we decided to come because <laughs> that would make this scene much cooler on film. <laughs> there's no other reason in that, that. Yeah. it They needed more. Yeah. And when you bring things up like that, I'm like, oh, if I if 
I would have known that while I watched the movie, yeah, it would have taken me out of it. And then thinking about finishing the books, I kind of just... I was getting a little bored, and so I just rifled through the end. But, I don't know. Spoiler. To get to the end. The end of the book has no slow motion. <laughs> I, and then at the end, I liked how they showed the hobbits, like, and people fighting orcs and stuff out of uh, Bag End and all that, and the Shire. That was cool, like, taking it back, and so... Yeah. Blah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I was spoiled by, you know, reading. I ruined a book by reading. <laughs> I ruined a movie by reading. Yeah. Good. Yeah. How, I, how I should go I, back and read The Lord of the Rings sometime. I really should. It's been enough time, you probably... It's been several years since I finished them. And I remember when I finished The Hobbit last time, it was... Only my second time reading it, but I was like, I want to read this again right now. I loved it. So. See, Tolkien was smarter than Jackson on many things. <laughs> but, uh, oh, when the giant spider kills, or where uh, Sam thinks the giant spider kills Frodo, uh huh. That was like the end of the book. He thought he was dead, and it ended. And I thought, if the movie did this, yeah. just. It looks like he dies, and they're like, to be continued. That would have been genius, but then they're like, oh, no, he's not dead. Look, he's alive. He's fine. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> she lobbed didn't win this. I don't know if just a movie viewer is a different kind of beast who can't accept. Oh, that's kind of tragic. I'm yeah. sad about that. They're yeah. like, no, we probably should leave. have them leave the theater feeling good. So they're like... I want to give money back to that next time. Yeah, maybe they thought they'll be so angry they won't want to see the third one or something. I don't know. I think people should watch King Kong before they think about seeing a Peter <laughs> Jackson movie. I'm going to have to watch King Kong again because I remember liking it and then thinking about it more and thinking back and be like, okay, that was kind of ridiculous. Yeah, that was... The 20-minute bug pit fight <laughs> where they're like, another bug. <laughs> Another bug. <laughs> I think I was also kind of really starting to come into more of a appreciation for why I liked those weird sci-fi and fantasy films and books and like being able to try and see why they were good and not being such a fanboy or whatever. I just remember being like, oh, this is kind of like an old, old school feel to the beginning of the movie and then when that one weird worm bug ate Andy Circus. it was like whoa this is like a horror movie type of feel and being kind of impressed by those things and thinking that it was like a fun movie but I don't know I want to go back and watch it and I, other things now and be like okay let I me really, look at this again I started enjoying it like you know the where they're following King Kong mm -hmm. and then whenever he tries to inject himself end of the story that is where it falls apart for me with him mm -hmm. because people lay praise at his feet mm -hmm. and I don't get it because right. when he started injecting stuff into Lord of the Rings you were out <laughs> I, I was out it's <laughs> it's an awesome book by itself right yes stuff needed to be taken out because it's you know, you yeah. could kill an elephant with this book. Yeah. Just hit yeah. it in the head and it's dead. 
but you don't need to take stuff out and then be like, you know what would make this really good? (laughs) (laughs) Bring those elves back into town. Yeah, I could not accept it. I mean, I I read the book so many times leading up to that. Mm -hmm. And first you had the farmer thing, and then the elves come marching into Helm's Deep. Mm -hmm. And everyone around me in the theater was all excited. And it's like, I can spot all the people who never cracked this book. Yeah. And yeah. it was made for people who had no back knowledge. Yes. Because the reason why the elves weren't there are far more interesting than mm-hmm. this is going to look cool on film. Yeah. <laughs> the only things that I remember taking me out was when, like, um, Legolas, some horse is riding up and he just reaches his hand oh, up where and he, flies. Where his shoulder should have flown off. Yeah, and yeah. then when he surfs down the stairs on a shield and then jumps onto some big troll or something, like, I don't know. Well, the troll thing, yeah, he does that in the book. Yeah. I mean, he's he's different in the book. Mm-hmm. I liked... I really need to go back and read That version, it. but he is all over... I mean, he is... He's basically the elf boss. Yeah. People are like, oh, you want something stabbed in the brain? (laughs) Get Legolas. (laughs) He will climb a troll and just... (laughs) This brings me to maybe the topic we can end on. Well, I don't know. We could talk about other stuff. But I was going to say, with the new Star Wars movies coming out, because I've noticed on uh, Amazon um, that lots of people now are reading The Hobbit. Like, it's jumping up in the charts. I wonder if when uh, the new Star Wars movies come out, if it'll kind of spike sci-fi. Like, maybe there'll be a lot more sci-fi books coming out, or, I don't know, so reinvigorate saying, science fiction. Like, Well, yeah, I mean, anytime <clears throat> something like that is announced, what's that old saying? All ships rise with water, or... Oh, a rising tide lifts all ships. Something like that. So, yeah. When I was hearing a guy, they're talking to the president of Sony. They asked him, What do you think about the Wii U? And he says, A rising tide raises all ships. Mm-hmm. And just the other day, there's a game coming out called Sony um, All Stars Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. They announced DLC, is they're going to have Cat from Gravity Rush as one of the characters. And the day they announced that, just, I got hit so many times with people searching oh, yeah. for Cat from Gravity Rush. And Sweet. I reviewed it, talked about it in the journal quite mm-hmm. a few times. And the minute something like that's announced, people are interested. I mean, yeah. there'll be an obvious spike in Star Wars. Right. I know the Thrawn books, they're actually uh-huh. back up on Amazon. I because back when they came out and all the... Star Wars geeks are like, you gotta read these, they're so good. Everyone's yeah. like, shut up, dork. <laughs> and now that it's back and on official TV, like the news, mm-hmm. they showed the three books and they're like, people wow. consider these the follow up to the Star Wars. Will they be this trilogy? Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly everyone's like, shut up, dork, that's not official. And then the news is like, could these be official? And those guys are like, I gotta read that. <laughs> Put it on my Kindle. <laughs> I hope this got to bring us away from the paranormal romance vampires crap. Please. Why haven't we got to <laughs> mummies yet? Just, I don't know. 
Girls looking moody at mummies. And they're like, Mah. Are mummies zombies? Hmm. That's a good question. It's a corpse that's walking around. <laughs> this is another thing that shows my true colors. I know they're extremely horrible and cheesy, but I like, like, the, maybe the first two mummy movies. Just I, because they remind me of Indiana Jones and I like the whole Egyptian history feel. I really like number one. Number two, I was like... I'm going to enjoy this, but I see issues. Yes, yes. Number, like, I'm the mummy that was killed, and I'm back. Yeah. And I'm going to kidnap your kid. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then uh, the third one, is that the one? The Scorpion King or whatever. I never even saw that. Yeah, I watched it because I was like, everyone's knocking it, but can it really be? Yes, it can be that bad. (laughs) And the visual effects at the end, mm-hmm. with half scorpion, half rock, mm-hmm. <laughs> are amazing. Yeah, <laughs> in their crappiness. Yeah, and then they had the Scorpion King movie. Yeah, which I was like, okay, they couldn't get worse. They got. I worse. saw the third Mummy movie in the theaters, but yeah, that's the one I didn't see. The Scorpion yeah, the King spinoff. Yeah. But here's something you may want to hold both sides of your head to keep your brain in. There are two more Scorpion King movies. Wow. That don't star The Rock. What? It's just some guy. I don't know how he did in Scorpion King or whatever, but from watching SNL skits, he's actually a decent actor. He is. He's a... What's it? Walking Tall. Damien... Yeah, that was pretty cool. I really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, it's fun watching him beat people with a 2 by 4 Yes. <laughs> Anyone getting beat with a 2 by 4 is funny. Yeah. Unless it's me. <laughs> um, it's I, like the crotch thing. I'd have to uh, laugh if you were being beat by a 2 by 4 <laughs> And you'd understand. Especially oh, if, sure. after you got done being beat with a 2 by 4 <laughs> I got beat with a 2 by 4 You'd be like, it is funny. <laughs> but, Tylenol, uh, please. Have you ever seen Doom? No. If you ever watch a movie that's a case study and horrible filmmaking <laughs> watch doom okay there's actually like, based on the video game yes okay <laughs> there's a 20 minute scene that's in first person oh and you realize wait is this kind of newer like the last yeah. several years uh i'd say 2002 okay i think i remember <clears throat> seeing previews I'm thinking of another one that's called like i can't remember but it has that guy f- anyway go on but yeah First person. <laughs> Apparently, because video games are, you know, now threatening the film industry. Yeah. Because they can't figure out how to tap that market. Ben Affleck is directing a first person shooter movie. What? <laughs> the entire thing takes place <laughs> in first person. Oh my gosh. It's going to be horrible and I'm going to go see it and just, <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> and it's. Oh, speaking of... Wreck-It Ralph? I don't need to see that. Okay. No. Just trying to guess what you were going to say. Black Ops 2 came out. Oh, yeah? Guess how much it made in 24 hours. What? Just guess. I don't know. 60 bucks a pop. Just ballpark it. I don't know. I don't, I don't even really have any good touch on what f- most video games make, so I have no idea. 24 hours, $500 million. Oh, man. 
And that's not in units shipped to stores. That is actual units sold. Wow. Dang. The Avengers just crossed the billion dollar mark. Yeah. Wow. Just think about that. <laughs> that is... Yeah. Five months to make a billion. Yeah. 24 hours, half of that was made. Is the Avengers still in theaters anywhere? No. Okay. It just left, I think, wait, like wait, a week it's before. it's on... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a week before it, it hit demand. Blu-ray, it went out of theaters. I still need to see the Hulk, then I can see the Avengers. Wait, which Hulk are you watching? You don't really the newer need one. to see the Hulk. <laughs> I really like... Uh, Captain America leads up to the Avengers... Edward Norton. That's the last one I saw, Captain America. Thor leads up to the Avengers. Mm -hmm. Iron Man leads up to the Avengers. The Hulk is a movie. They did try to shoehorn (laughs) in the DVD a lead up to the Avengers. Yeah. (laughs) With an awkward scene with Nick Fury and... um, Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. Tony Stark. Yeah. That you know was filmed by someone working on (laughs) the Iron Man movie. Uh The style is different. The shooting is different. The framing is different. It just looks really high quality, this conversation. And then you get back to the Hulk and you're like, (laughs) this is dumb. (laughs) I wonder if, uh, since they're trying to tap into it, if we could finally start getting movies from video games... That are good. They are. Trying. I want to see the Legend of Zelda. I want to see. I don't want to. Kids would want to see Super Mario. Like maybe all 3D. <laughs> It'd be for kids probably, but. Do you remember the Super Mario movie? Yeah. No, what they're doing What's right now. What's worse is the TV show. They're doing Assassin's Creed. Really. <clears throat> what they're doing is they're finding properties that have. The ability to have a larger universe. Right. It's like Mario, they're like, oh, it has to be about Mario and Luigi. Right. Because you couldn't have the Toad story. <laughs> Smoking cigarettes, <laughs> drinking whiskey. Come under this hat, you can get some items. <laughs> as soon as they leave, back to being all depressed. Come in this hut, you can get some items. Those Mario brothers. So what items can I get? How about this machete? <laughs> They're not Toad's a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) Your mushrooms really grow really well. They do, don't they? (laughs) No, uh, so expanded universe like Dead Space or Mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed, where you don't have to have the central characters from the game. Okay. You can have these other characters. And uh, even Halo. Um, I'm not a Halo fan. Mm Mm-hmm. I like Reach and ODST, but I don't like the main storyline because yeah. Master Chief. Um, but go watch Forward Unto Dawn. They did a live-action hour-and-a-half movie that is so much better than most of the stuff Hollywood is putting out uh-huh. because they have so much more money than Hollywood right now. When you make $500 million <laughs> in 24 hours... Yeah. I mean, if you think about that, 24 hours... It's insane. And it was released a day later in Europe. So, that's just America. (laughs) Yeah. We love our Call of Duty. (laughs) I haven't played it. I've kind of fallen off the Call of Duty wagon. Huh. 
What were we talking about? Well, we could wrap it up, or we could try and talk a little bit about Windows Phone 8. I don't know much about it, except that when I was in the mall, uh, the guy at the Verizon booth was telling us that he got to play with a Windows Phone 8 for a few hours, and was thinking about trading in his Samsung Galaxy S3 for it, because it was awesome. Was he over at the AT&T store? (laughs) He was in a Verizon booth at uh, the mall. Verizon, I think they only have one Windows phone. Mm-hmm. They haven't been a very good supporter. Hmm. But, um... It sounds like it's going to be pretty sweet. My wife, she went from Windows Phone 7 to iPhone. Mm-hmm. I hate the iPhone. <laughs> I uh, just, I don't really want to get into it. Yeah. She hates the iPhone. Mm-hmm. She liked how easy it was to use her Windows phone, so... Yeah. I'm really looking at the Samsung ATIV. Right. Which is actually just a Galaxy. Uh-huh. Because this thing right here... Yeah, what is... I know you've had a window, Windows phone, but... This is called the Focus. Okay. And this is actually a Galaxy 2. Okay. So, <clears throat> all they do is rename it. Right. When they put Windows Phone on it. Right. And so it's form and function the exact same phone, just okay. not running Android. Yeah. And the Galaxy 3 is just sweet. Mm-hmm. That tap to pass thing, where it's got a um, near field communicator oh, yeah. chip in it. Yeah. That is really cool. Yeah. And I was talking to someone's like, my iPhone can do that. They connect through Wi-Fi. <laughs> it's like, that is not the same thing at all. <laughs> These physically touch and you go tap and it passes the entire playlist, picture, yeah. or video wow. that fast. That's awesome. Not, all right, progress bars, just set them down. Yeah. They'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. And I bet you the next iPhone has it. Sure. But I do not understand iPhone people. They're like, we're the number one phone. You may be the number one phone, but you're not the number one operating system. One thing I hate is the whole Mac thing where, like, I mean, maybe this is different in the new ones, but I have a second generation iPod Touch, so it's pretty old. But if I find, like, a MP3 link, I can't download it. I can only stream it. Because I can only download MP3s through iTunes. I think my BlackBerry, I can just download it and listen to it. I believe. Come on, that that's still true. It's like Apple's like here. Let us show you the way you should yeah. be using your phone. Well, it's a lost ecosystem. They don't want you yeah. to go outside their ecosystem. Yeah. I have a friend. So, he's a. Not programmer. every podcast is in iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> Please rate so us on iTunes. Lame. Yes. <laughs> no, um, I have a friend. <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, he programs on a PC, mm-hmm. but he uses just for personal use uh, Apple. And he says the Apple Windows fight is really stupid mm-hmm. because he says all that the Apple's ever done is made incompetent people or incompetent computer users feel superior, feel like they're superior. <laughs> he said that Apple's OS is so dummy friendly right. that it hurts. Stripped down, yeah. He said that if there's an actual problem with your iMac, the first thing you do is sit there and go, it's not working. 
I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> do I shake it? <laughs> but most PC users, they hit a wall and they're like, oh, I got to fix this. And yeah, they go about fixing it because that's how you don't ever hear about. You got to go talk to a Windows genius. Yeah. You're like, fix it, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> Use Google. But right. when a mat goes upside down, the best thing to do is take it into a guy who's like, I make less than you, but I'm an ex superior. <laughs> so you're working on a Saturday. I'm not. <laughs> How's that for you? <laughs> Do you go down to Sabaro's and get a pizza slice? <laughs> you can't even yeah. afford the computer you're working on. <laughs> Saving up for your iPad. Yeah, I. Yeah, also, I, I hear it, and I like I like Mac and Windows. I I if I would had like a machine to do work on, like graphic design stuff or whatever, I always would want PC because I'm just so much more used to the workflow, and because I could build a more powerful machine for way less. Uh, like right now, though, I have a new MacBook Pro because just from everything I've heard, like it, the hardware, it really lasts a long time, and. Everything had it ranked so high as far as getting a new laptop. Well, it's so. like uh, console video game consoles. Mm-hmm. They know exactly what's in that machine, right? So they can tailor right. the software around it. PC, yeah. it's just the wild west, right? You write something and just hope it runs. <laughs> but um, yeah. no, I really like the Windows Phone Eight. What they're doing mm-hmm. with it, I've had some problems with Seven, but. I think I'm going to go with 8. Okay. Because if they can make good on their promises, like they've made good on their Xbox promises, mm-hmm. I think it's going to actually be that underdog that no one sees coming Yeah. that just sucker punches the other two so hard. They're like, what just happened? Yeah, I read some blog posts that said something about the Galaxy S3 being on top right now, but they think it's going to be really short-lived. Yeah, because the iPhone 5, but I don't know. Samsung. My boss has the iPhone 5, and this display is just longer. He said it kind of feels weird, like the aspect ratio is kind of weird. To it's him. true 16 by 9. Though. Oh, okay. That's cool. I, I don't know. No, they've, just, they've always had the smallest screen, mm-hmm. but... They just act like it's the best thing ever. Yeah, they definitely have and a little superiority. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, every time I use a Samsung phone, it feels just so much smoother. Mm. Like, I do not like the swiping on my wife's iPhone. Mm-hmm. I end up launching apps when I'm just trying to swipe sideways. I'm like, yeah. oh, crap, push <laughs> magic button. <laughs> and I like on mine, I have the little hourglass. I can get to my search engine uh-huh. from anywhere. That's cool. I don't have to back out and swipe through and look for search. I can just... Yeah. And not that this is a very superior phone, but on my BlackBerry, I can multitask so well. And I just mostly like it because of the physical keyboard. Because, honestly, the OS is horrible compared to any other good smartphone. But I can I can copy and paste and then just swipe to the next app. and. Um... <clears throat> Which is it? There's a Windows phone with a slide out keyboard. Mm. And that might I'll have to look into that. be for yeah. you. Honestly, though, I just want the whole uh, speech to text thing. And like you were saying, your phone reads to you. 
Sometimes I'll use a desktop text-to-speech app that I found and then have it read blog posts to me and stuff. Because I'm trying to keep up on all my reading, but I just don't have time. Oh, I But I could thing, on the commute or something. I have a thing called Simple RSI. Mm-hmm. And it reads... Uh, it takes my RSS feed and it reads anything inside that RSS feed. Could you, can you only do that like on your computer though? Or? No, it's on my phone. Like if I get, mm. click on yours and I hit play, it just sits there and reads your blog post to me. I need to get that. So I can be like... Because I do that now. Reading. Yeah, but uh. I have to sit there and copy and paste and then, okay, export as an MP3. And then I can listen to it on the way home, but I just don't end up doing that. No, there's uh, lots of apps that will read I need to get on that. Text. I mean, sometimes it doesn't understand what it's seeing. Sure. And then you're like, that sounded weird, but usually you can <laughs> you define the, the context yeah. of what was being said. But, yeah. Because um, my RSS reader is just always being neglected. And then there's, uh, there's lots of apps that do voice-to-text. That yeah. you probably could just sit there and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. My favorite one is just called TTS Reader. There's another one. It's called, like, Ivana Online or something. It, that one has the most realistic-sounding voices I've heard. But, anyway. Well, the Windows Phone 7, what they did really well was integrate Facebook into absolutely everything. My BlackBerry has that. But, um, I mean, I can take a photo, hit the thing in the corner, say Facebook write the caption and hit send yeah and it's all built right into the camera i can do that too on my blackberry and and twitter when my wife got um iphone doesn't work like iphone that. she took a picture and pushed the little thing and was like where's the share to facebook and she found out you had to go into facebook to share the photo and she's like that's not easier yeah but like there's this thing called my people hub it combines facebook twitter any email conversation we've had, um, their physical phone stuff, mm-hmm. and then it logs messages they've left with me, all in this one hub. So I don't have to like search through email. Yeah. When did I talk? And it's by date even. My BlackBerry actually does that too. So yeah, I mean, I can see emails, texts, uh, Facebook, all in Windows, one stream. They yeah. found everything that was working on all the platforms and were like, we could steal all this and put it in one place. Yeah. And that is what they did. To the point now, Apple got on stage and they're like, introducing the very first full Facebook integration. All their fans (laughs) were like, yay, finally. Yeah. Android and BlackBerry and Windows people were like... Yeah. (laughs) uh, We've had that. And they're like... (laughs) Uh-uh. He said it's new and just <laughs> exclusive to us. Yeah. Sure, it took us five phones, but you can finally post pictures to Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> we have Twitter. What's <laughs> like, nice. What's weird. Yours, yeah. your Facebook posts, and your Twitter posts. Because you do that thing where you I do them all at the same time and it sends it both ways I do everything with text messaging so on mine (laughs) yeah when you post Facebook and Twitter it's exactly the same (laughs) I tell Mindy it really drives me nuts when people hashtag on Facebook oh yeah but I understand (laughs) that you're just dual heading it yeah but I don't 
I think there's a... Sometimes I'll do it separately, but... There's a section of people out there who don't use Twitter. Oh, yeah. But they've seen the rise of the hashtag in their So they do on Facebook. But on Twitter, it actually tells Twitter... Yeah. Link this to find other things that are using this hashtag. (laughs) And that makes sense. Yeah. Because it's a quick search. But on Facebook, you're like... What? (laughs) You have a run-on word. (laughs) I mean, people, I'm surprised that actually Facebook doesn't let you click that and find similar posts. Oh, yeah, because now they do the whole at and name and links it and stuff, copying it. Yeah, they're like, Twitter, that'll never make it. Now they're like, we probably should start copying this crap. (laughs) (laughs) They seem to be making it. I like Twitter so much better than Facebook. Wow, me too. I just... I actually, I post a lot on Facebook, but I never go on there and read it. One of my friends had this cool book release party a couple days ago. Really wish I would have been reading Facebook to know about it so I could have gone, but never did, so. But that's what's nice about the People Hub. It doesn't show the full Facebook yeah. post. Yeah. Or it's just basically a tweet size beginning of their what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, that's yours cool. are exactly the same. Yeah. But I appreciate 140 characters or less. Yes. I don't have time to read your yeah. long story about <laughs> a picnic. <laughs> How about I went to a picnic? Fire ants. My butt. <laughs> Hashtag ouch. <laughs> See, I think it can help you be a better writer too because you're always like, okay, that's too long. What words can I ditch? And it still is. A yeah, good, that's the part I sentence. hate when yeah. you create a tweet and you're like, six too long, and you're yeah. like, all right, what literary crimes <laughs> am I about to commit? <laughs> With yeah. is W forward slash. <laughs> yeah, okay, I spelled out one. I'm just going to put the numeric thing. Uh, well, I think that's about <sighs> enough for this episode. It's 11 o'clock. My. My wife texted me and said, it's 11. You guys are almost done. <laughs> the answer is, we probably should have ended an hour ago. Yeah. But that's how we do this. But we didn't talk about the Wii. Well, we made fun of the Wii U. We'll have more to talk about later. It just got released, right? Yeah. So we'll talk more about the Wii U in Penfight's Gamepad, episode 11. For now, you can check out the website that goes with this podcast at penfightsgamepad.com if you want a copy of the Nintendo GameCube version of Star Wars, the original trilogy, Lego Star Wars you can leave a review on iTunes for Penfights Gamepad uh, or Zune or you know, <laughs> your favorite podcatcher uh, we are now on um, Stitcher Smart Radio so that's pretty cool. We're in some luxurious car radios now. Um, and uh, you can find my stuff at dandandtheartman.com. You can find Donald's stuff at did-not-finish.com. And I'm on Twitter as dandandtheartman. Donald is conmaned. So send us your scathing remarks <laughs> or tell us that you love us. Um yeah. Be harsh, we can take it. We're big boys. <laughs> so, yeah. Or we'll just block you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so, uh. Ready for our big outro? Do better. <laughs> Echo sounds. Echo sounds? In post, I'll make it echoey.
do better. Uh, we need distortion. <laughs> Be like, do better. <laughs> oh. Until next time, folks. Do better. Do better. <laughs> Music used by Kevin McLeod over at Incompetech.com. You can now hear our show on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, Kindle Fire, and beyond. On demand and on the go. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smart way to listen to radio. This podcast is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivative Works 3.0 International License. Although nothing really beats the bleeping. Yeah, that's so I once went through an a Pokemon bleeping random it changed the whole thing <laughs> Pikachu was <laughs> mouth he's like Pikachu <laughs> what one, did that devil monster just look there was one scene Ash is like oh no he's pulling out his Charmander and he went oh no he's pulling out his <laughs> and then the next guy's like that's right Ash behold my <laughs> 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 <laughs>